Hello, everybody. It's another episode of the Four Guys Roundtable Show with AJ Nitro, Darth Pat. That was a great nod, Darth Pat. And finally, Coach Jeremy and Wall Theo. And tonight's topic for later on in the podcast, just so everybody knows, we are going to be talking about sports movies. Yes, sports movies. But until then, hello, everybody. How is everybody doing this evening? Doing wonderful. It's a Saturday. I love Saturdays. Mm. So, you know. And I must say, that was that like your suspenseful opening to the show? Like, <laughs> it's a suspense movie, and it's on our topic of today. Um, suspense sports movies can be a, be a, be a, be a topic. Uh, we can go there. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> I'll just do a little monotone today. That's all. Little little monotone. Sweet, you sound like me. <laughs> all right, then. Let me change the voice. All right, let's go. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be the monotone robot like me. <sighs> oh, nothing like monotone man coming through. Hello. How can I help you today? Yes, well, yeah. that would be great. The, uh, the, the woman I worked with today at the store, she's like the female version of me. She's monotone and her facial expression never changes. Nice. So, Joy. So that's that's always fun coming into that. Your must love it. They, they're like, God, Mr. and Mrs. Personality here to help us out. Wonderful. Boy, the, other, <laughs> the other thing that's very ironic about it is she's like a week older than me. Like she was born like same year as me and her birthday is like a week before mine. <laughs> so she's like the person I know that's like closest to my age. It, mu- it must be that month. Wow. If you're born in the month of November. You know, <laughs> you, you turn it. It's a Scorpio thing. It's a Scorpio. Too too cool Scorpio. <laughs> so yeah, must be that November thing. I don't know. My Darth. wife's not monotone, but she was born at the end of November, almost December. So maybe she got lucked out. And she got she's to not, December. She's not a Scorpio, so she's <laughs> yeah. I don't know what she after got. that. Totally different. What hey, is she uh, a cancer? Sagittarius. I don't know. I just I I don't know what comes after Scorpio. So. <laughs> Darth Pat. <laughs> Darth Pat. Yeah. Answer. Darth Pat. You have a well, very monotone-looking yeah. ex- facial expression right now you, for this whole conversation. About, are you asking me about being monotone, or are you asking me about uh, zodiac signs? Because if you're asking me about zodiac signs, you know I don't give her ass ass. <laughs> I mean, for what it's worth, since we're talking about November, my older sister is born was born in November. I would not call her monotone. Um. But I would call her other things that I will not say on this podcast because I'll get in trouble. Is this younger or older sister? I just said older sister. God damn. I mean, open your you, ears. Can I say you can say him. You can say him. I'm ready to laugh. No. no. We don't want Darth Pat being mauled by an older sister. No, it's not that I'm mauled by her. <laughs> that would be hilarious. She'll just throw a fit and then I'll be like thrown into like a guilt trip for like two weeks until I apologize to her. Oh, I don't feel like doing that. That, so. would be, that would be funny to watch you, her try to make you squirm, Pat. No, so she Dar- wouldn't be making me squirm. So Dar- it would be Pat, just an internal guilt walk? thing. So your sister will so listen to it? I doubt it, but um, she oh. just throw, she would just uh, she would just throw in her typical temper tantrums, or she'd just start going on this thing about how nobody loves her and all this other shit. So I mean, yeah. the only way she would know about it is if somebody told her. Oh, she'll find a way to find out. 
We'll blow up her Facebook and tell her to watch the podcast. And be like, <laughs> um, your younger brother had some wonderful things to say about you. Why'd you go check it out? Yeah. I could probably say things about my brother Scott and his uh, wonderful wife, and you know, probably they'd never know because you know we curse and stuff on here, and they would they would never ever listen to something like that. So I can get away with anything. <laughs> You I won't because I'm better than that. What a bunch of horseshit that is. <laughs> Tell them to get their panties out of a bunch and watch this fucking show, will you? <laughs> right, I, let... I know my nephew's watched it a couple times. He actually has enjoyed it. He thinks it's pretty funny, some of the dumbass stuff that we say. Says the guy that didn't even watch it till like a couple weeks ago himself. Well, I'm well glad that was the, there was a reason for <laughs> that. And, um... Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. He finally is like, I can look at myself. holding my breath on that one. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't remember what that reason was. <laughs> oh wait, I think it was probably bored at work. Bored at work. <laughs> wow. That's what made you watch it. Bored at work. Well, it wasn't even so much watching it as listening to it. I mean it I mean I can put headphones on in my job and, you know, put my podcasts and stuff on. So, um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, it, you know, we all got our thing and, you know, when I have a chance, I, I, I like to listen to us too. Um, just to kind of hear, cause when we're talking about this stuff, I don't always catch everything everybody's saying. I don't so either. Nice to listen to it and be like, Oh, sh- Oh shit. I didn't realize he said that. And then have a good <laughs> laugh about it. You know, I mean, uh, I mean, just just I mean, August is a little bit of a slower time at my job. I mean, it'll it'll pick up again <laughs> in the next couple of days because we have our first extension deadline in September and then again in October and then mm-hmm. probably be pretty slow again until January. So that's just the way my job is. Yep. I, and then last off in January because of tax season. Woo-hoo! Yeah, January, it doesn't it's January. And my job is really more. Like the like the administrative people are actually more busy at my job in January than I am because people don't get their people don't get their tax stuff to get to you yet in January. They they they're, they're getting that stuff throughout January. Now these yeah. audits that we do, you know, those usually we have to start getting going with. But we're also dependent upon the people who are auditing giving us the stuff that we need to audit, and they aren't always great about getting that stuff in January too, which is not good since most of those audits are due at the end of February. And when you're doing like 20 of them simultaneously, it can get a little harried. So that's that's I what kind of sucks about that's what kind of sucks about that. But you know, and AJ, if you snap your fingers at me one more time, I'm going to drive to Ohio and beat your. <laughs> right, that you. I was snapping my fingers at you. That's right. That. I saw it. Don't deny <laughs> <Right>. it. <laughs> well, Pretty sure AJ, I was doing that to my dog. So AJ, I am not AJ, a dog, damn it. <laughs> AJ, I mean, you have a clear choice for what to do now. And I think we both know what that is. Thank you. <laughs> I knew, Jeremy, I knew you heard me do that. And I was trying to get Vader's attention. And now I'm choking on my beer. <laughs> As I tried to drink and breathe at the same time. So all three of you are drinking Uh, again, except for me. Well, you know, it's a Saturday night and I'm feeling all right. So it's a kind of a beer night. Yeah, Saturday night's all right for fighting, you know. Saturday night fight nights. I remember those. I saw 
probably when uh yeah let's do story time story time so when my wife's real good friend from high school one of her friends <laughs> oh that's just messed up Pat has uh gotten ahead of the curve by sleeping in his chair he's getting comfy but uh we uh her husband is a really big like boxing fan real big boxing fan and I've always enjoyed boxing, um, but I hadn't watched boxing since Tyson was fighting. You know, his last fight against uh, where he lost to uh, somebody help me out. Um, I don't remember his name. Buster, Doug- Buster Douglas. Was it Buster Douglas? No, it wasn't. Uh, Buster. I can't remember. That his name. wasn't the last time he lost. <laughs> no, well, I mean, his first loss. His first loss when he fought. He was fighting uh, the, over in England. Oh, well, yeah. that, that was yeah. well, that was Buster Douglas. Yeah, yeah no. Buster Douglas. So yeah, I had the right person, but his first loss, like that, was probably the last time I had watched Tyson fight, and I hadn't watched any boxing since then. So I was very out of touch with boxing. But that's, I that's thirty years ago. So yeah, <laughs> well, and this was this was probably about. 12 years ago that I actually saw this fight. So, you know, it was about 20 years since I had watched any boxing at all, but, uh, I knew who Manny Pacquiao was and I didn't know who the guy that he was fighting. Cause it was some, uh, Irish guy, but who ran a bit, ran his mouth, like no man's business. He was just like, I'm going to kick Pacquiao's ass. Like, uh, there's no way, you know, I'm going to take him down. I'm like, okay. Like I know who Pacquiao is. I know his repertoire, I'm like, I don't know. So we go over for fight night and, you know, we're watching all the undercard fights go and those are going good. They're very interesting fights. They're actually long fights because the fighters are, you know, testing each other out and they're, you know, working their way up the ranks to, to, to be the, you know, the contenders for the champ, the different welt, the different belts and stuff like that. Cause there's like what, 42 different weight classes in boxing anymore. Welterweight, yeah, super welterweight, featherweight, super super felter, you know, weather, uh, feller, uh, <clears throat> all these different freaking ridiculous titles. Phantom weight, yep. Phantom weights. It's like, oh my god, like, <laughs> let's get away to something. To... Ghost weight, phantom <laughs> weight, ghost weight. I have uh, no weight. <laughs> Matt weight. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think we're topping that one, folks. Good night. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. <laughs> anyway. Good one. So were you was... waiting for me to say that, Darth Pat? No, I was not. You completely <laughs> So needless to say, finally get to the Pacquiao fight. And doesn't he get up her her husband get up to like get a beer or get some nachos or some shit? He gets up and he leaves. And the bell rings and the fight's Within over in like 45 seconds. seconds. The fight's over because he just cleans this dude's clock. Like, I was like, oh man, like <laughs> this dude was toast. But yeah, he he just beat his ass like he stole something. It was really funny. It was really <laughs> funny to watch. And I love Pacquiao. Like, when I got a chance to see his fights and go over for fight night at uh, his house, this guy's house, we'd go every time because it was always a good time. Besides getting to watch the fights and have a good, you know, and enjoy that, it was always a good time at his house. So I was kind of bummed when they moved back to Florida um, from Jersey, moved back to Florida and stuff like that. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, I did get to see Pacquiao fight Floyd May- Mayweather. And that's Joe's I must buddy. Say, I must say, that was probably one of the, like, 
I've watched a couple Mayweather fights, and his fights suck. His fights are fucking boring as far as fights go for for boxing. Like, if I'm watching boxing, I want to see guys pummel each other. Like, I know that sounds kind of bro- you know, brutish, and, you know, and Neanderthalic, but that's the whole point of boxing. Like, yes, boxing is an art. Boxing is, you know, a form, but you're also supposed to fucking punch each other. For the love of God, punch each other. And, and to watch Mayweather run away from people, essentially, and play the guard position the whole fucking fight and win on points, like, He's, come on, uh... man. He's defense and counter, defense and counter. That's all he uh, does. Right. And there's that, nothing wrong with that, but it, it, it leads to the most boring fight. I hate watching people just run after him, like running, 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 running. I, I guess a better thing for those people to do would have been to stand in the fucking corner, wait for him to come to him. Because if, if he did that, you know, maybe he'd actually do something like he'd have to throw out some offense instead of just walking away and countering all the time. Mm-hmm. And that fight, with between him and Pacquiao, there's too much controversy around it to know if Pacquiao really would have won that fight because evidently Pacquiao was suffering from an injured shoulder uh, and he wanted to postpone the fight two weeks, but Mayweather's camp wouldn't postpone the fight two weeks because they're, they you know, were afraid he was going to use performance-enhancing drugs. Uh, which, yeah, that was a whole storyline for that was some bullshit. He had tested how many times for performance-enhancing drugs throughout previously when they were going to fight, like, Two years before that, they were supposed to fight, but they wouldn't do it. Um, and then the whole time he was getting tested, like he must have got. I think it was it was something stupid that he got tested the amount of times uh, for performance enhancing drugs before the fight start, before the fight happened. And then, oh no, we can't we can't delay it any longer. You know, it's it's you know we we you got to fight. So you're fighting a guy that's arm is not a hundred percent, and you're sitting back there and. You know, I don't know if it's all about Floyd, the money. Yeah, it was all about the money. And it's like, even if they postponed that fight two weeks, you were still going to make the same amount of money like that. I wasn't going to go anywhere. No, you know, people were still going to come to the fight. You weren't going to lose any money. But Mayweather is who he is. And, you know, he'll people will probably say he's one of the greatest boxers to ever live because of his record at what, 50 and O or something like that. He's undefeated. Um, He's you know, not my top five, but that's all right. That's another right. topic for another story. If you're going to be one of the greatest fighters in the world, you actually have to fucking fight, in my opinion, not play defense all damn day. You know, and people will say, well, you should have saw his earlier career. Yeah, well, his earlier career was freaking boxing and golden glove boxing and doing a, what was the Olympic boxing in the beginning, too? He did some Olympic boxing, I think. I think. So, yeah. But it's like he would have he would have lost to De La Hoya, but De La Hoya got in his head and tried to knock him out. He was actually beating him at points in his mm-hmm. corner. Was like, keep doing what you're doing. But he wanted to make a statement to try to knock out Mayweather. And he ended up losing. Yeah. See, and that I, was, that's, I rooted for Mayweather once and he won. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> Fighting the big show does not count. It's, for me, it does. Because if the big show, I mean, I know we know you do not like the big show and that's all good. But we know if. If that would have been a real fight, Big Show would have would have grabbed a hold of him and punched him in the head and like probably fucking killed him. Well, I, <laughs> I, I still remember, of course, the in in the one uh, the one night of Raw leading up to that where the you know they were out. like yeah well remember, well remember it was like it, it literally got like that close to like Mayweather's hangers on and like the W did the Raw roster 
coming to blows like legitimately on live TV. And the funny thing was that like Shane McMahon was out there for that segment too. And it's like, can you imagine if that had happened where Shane's out there and he would have been literally caught in the middle of it as these guys started like legitimately throwing shit at each other. I wanted to see it happen because I wanted to see the raw roster beat the shit out of Mayweather as lackeys because I think that would have been, I think that would have been supremely entertaining. I've never really liked Mayweather. His attitude is just never really done it for me. So, you know, I obviously I knew he was winning that match against the Big Show, but when he fought Pacquiao, I was always rooting for Pacquiao. So I just oh, I just yeah. wanted me I just wanted to see Mayweather get his comeuppance, and because now you're talking about how he didn't want to like give Pacquiao the two weeks of the short. That's because he also knew that that would increase his chances of losing, and Mayweather's whole brand is built upon the fact that he has never lost. So yeah, yeah, yep, and it's and it's and it's sad because he is someone that. I believe kids could look up to as, you know, we'll look at where he came from, look at what he built. But when you look at what he's done, um, not in career wise, but personal wise with tax evasion and shit like that. And the kind of like the kind of person that he is, like his person, his character is fucking shitty. Like he's just not someone that I believe in, in my personal opinion, I don't believe kids should look up to him as like a role model kind of person. Like he's just, you know, here's a guy that carries around a fucking bag of cash, but yet can't pay his fucking taxes. <laughs> like what the hell are you doing, man? Like you evidently had the money to pay your taxes because you're carrying around a big bag of cash. Like yeah, he's got to pay just, a shitload of taxes. He doesn't want to lose that money. Like, so it's just, it's just, you know, and there's other things too. It's just not the money thing. There's other things that have come out that just he, character wise, he's just not, like I said, in my opinion, someone that kids should look up to and other people may have a different opinion and that's, and that's all right. But that's my, my opinion on, on him. And, you know, it is what it is. Like I said, fight nights were fun though. When I got to go see some fight night and enjoy fight night. Fight nights can be fun. Absolutely. Yeah. I just don't I don't know anybody in boxing anymore. Like I couldn't tell you a single person that's any good in boxing anymore. Well, yeah, there really hasn't been much of a heavyweight division for a long time. It's been all about the Klitschko's, which is like, okay, fine, but yeah, it's not like when I like was first becoming aware of sports and he had so many great heavyweights and everything. I just oh. don't go for the lower weight classes as much. I just don't I, I've never been the biggest boxing fan in the world anyway. Like I I had a former coworker, this would have been in the mid two thousands. Mm. Who was really into MMA? It wasn't so it's not so much. I, he went more for one of UFC's competitors at the time. Um, I don't remember which one it was. I don't really care. Um, but he always force. asked. I think it was. Yeah, now that you say that. But he yeah. always asked me why I don't watch MMA when I watch wrestling, and I said I don't watch wrestling for guys beating the shit out of each other <laughs> i mean if i wanted to watch that i would watch mma and boxing but I, that's not the reason i want to watch so that's not so i don't play it simple yeah funny that you mention mma pat darth pat because here's another fun story um first time i ever got to see mma i went with a, a friend of mine from a very old job and i saw one of aj's favorite wrestlers fight so this is when um Good old Brock Lesnar was still in MMA. This that's the only time I watched. I only watched UFC when Brock was there. So it was, you know, you're, you're, this is a long time ago, and this is like early in his career. And I went 
to this bar to watch it because you could go to the bar at that time right. for free to watch right. them as long as you were getting food and stuff like that. So we sit down, we're watching, and we're watching the undercard fights because, you know, Frank, Mir, and Brock Lesnar were the main uh, event. And it was number fr- two. It was oh, Frank, Mir, one? yeah, Lesnar two. Um, so this is the one that Lesnar didn't lose by getting his foot trapped and getting like a t- foothold or some shit on it. But everybody's like, fuck Brock Lesnar, that fucking dude. Go back to fucking wrestling. Like, they're all fucking hating on Brock Lesnar. I'm like, the only one there is like, come on, Brock, fucking take him out <laughs> his ass. Like, like I want to see him just because I know Brock Lesnar is a fucking beast. Like, that dude, before he had the diverticulitis, you know, and that hindered his career, he was a fucking monster. Like, it wasn't just a fake thing. Like, Go back and watch his fucking college wrestling. That dude's a beast. He was the baddest man on the planet before he got that disease, and then yeah. that changed everything. Like, and that literally fit his, like, who he was. Like, not to say he wouldn't have lost fights even without that, but his career would have been much, much different. Um, I mean, but he it cut was his so best funny. promo after that fight. Yeah, he cut his best promo ever in his whole life after he won the UFC belt. <laughs> But it was awesome because, you know, Frank Mir and Brock Lesnar, too, you know, they go at it and and Brock just gets him eventually, you know, within I think it was the second first round, second round somewhere in there. And boom, Brock Lesnar just whooped his ass. I was like, yes. I was like, this is perfect. And everybody else was like, boo, fuck yeah. That. I'm like, Joe's yeah. like <laughs> Joe. Joe's kind of like the exception because he likes both. A lot of people like one or the other. So if you get in an MMA crowd, they didn't like Brock because he was a wrestling guy. So they're, 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 I, I dealt with that too, Jeremy. They were like, fuck this guy, go back to wrestling. You suck. Yeah. I don't know. It was, it was some guys can do it. And some guys, guys can't, I never saw Bobby Lashley fight in, you know, what was he Bellator? I think it was Bellator that he was in or the yeah. other promotion, but I never saw him fight. So I don't know if he was any good at MMA or not, but he was, uh, you know, was good. and there for a little while, he was doing both wrestling and MMA when he was yeah. on TNA. I think it was, he was doing both. So maybe he should have stuck with MMA. Yeah. Something that he didn't have to talk with. Yeah. <laughs> I probably would have been better for, for his sure. career, but longevity he would have had a lot less uh, longevity with MMA probably. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. you know, good stuff. You know, so if we, if we, the one thing we, if we, the one wrestling thing we could talk about real quick is Roman, Roman officially turning heel last night. Oh, he turned heels. So he's with, he's, he's with Heyman, Jeremy. Oh, wow. So yes. as the time of this recording this podcast, which this, when everybody else gets to watch, it'll be about a week old then. But so he turned heel on what SmackDown on Friday. Yes. At the end of the show, he, uh, they did this little thing where they were trying to hunt him down to sign the contract. So the guy, that they that the camera was panned where you could just see Roman and Adam Pierce and Roman's like I'm not signing the contract but he's like I'll be at payback and I'm gonna win the Universal title and he's like this isn't a prediction this is a spoiler and then it panned yep. to Heyman and Heyman's like what right right when he said that I was like where the fuck's Heyman at and then <laughs> Heyman he said spoiler yeah. I'm like oh, and then it where's Heyman? it pa- it panned to Heyman, and Heyman's like, believe that. It was really good stuff. It was, like, really yeah, so, good stuff. Yeah, so, like, Roman said Heyman's line, and then Heyman said Roman's line. So yeah. Really good stuff. And everybody, like, all the Roman haters, they don't hate him anymore because he's going to be a heel. So now all the Roman people that were booing him are going to – now they're not going to boo him anymore. Well, and, and you know what? 
and we talked about this before, that is probably the one thing that would have made John Cena's career a little bit different. Like the, instead of having to say he's the most polarizing wrestler of all time, they could have just turned him freaking heel. If you would have just allowed them to do it, they, they pulled the trigger. Been, they pulled the trigger on this one. So good for that. Smart for that. Roman was smart for saying, yeah, it's okay. Let's turn me heel. He was smart. Cause it's going to help his career. Cause he doesn't have to talk as much. He can make mistakes in the ring. And because as a heel, you can do that. You can get what they, uh, what I've heard a lot of wrestlers refer to as getting egg on your face. You know, you can do that as a, as a face. You can't, you can't be fucking up. And like you can't he can, do that. He can do what's on his shirt. He can wreck everyone and leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When I saw that shirt, I was like, wow, that's, that's very, that's a very <laughs> Brock Lesnar esque type of, Slogan I mean, going on it, there. it does get it does get interesting if Brock does come back, because do you like put the two of them like do you let them be in a little group with Heyman for a while? Because good luck beating those two. I mean, <laughs> I'm almost would, I'm a, well, I, I saw would. this thing about where they were like had like an idea for like an edge or in WrestleMania main event. I'm almost guaranteed. I, I, I'll, <laughs> go out, I'll, I'll go. No, I'll go out on a limb. Say next year's WrestleMania event is heel Roman face Brock. That's what I'm gonna see, go. I with. can't. I can't see Brock as a face. It just. I don't think it's gonna work for him. It didn't uh, really work. I, it didn't really work when they tried it the first time. No. I know, but in this case, it's. I just have a feeling that's what they're gonna try. I, mean, I would. I would prefer that they let Heyman do this and have like the old school Heenan family. Let's have the 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 Heyman family type of concept with him. I put mean, put the Usos know, had, in there. Yeah, I mean, might as well. You know, that would be sweet to put the Usos in there. I was thinking about that last night. Um, I mean, he had he had Brock and CM Punk, and we all know CM Punk didn't need a face, but you know, uh, um, uh, a mouth for him, you know, to talk. But I mean, that worked. They ended up wrestling each other once, I think. For I remember what the storyline was for that. But anyway, I mean, I would let them do like a little Heyman family type of, you know, stable per se. That would be sweet. Yeah, they need to do something different. They need to mix it up. Maybe it's time to go back to a little bit of old school mentality with wrestling just to give it a new flavor, essentially a new old flavor. You know, it it can't hurt. What's the worst that it can do? You you try it out for a couple months and you're like, oh, it's not working. Okay, let's switch it up a little bit again. You know, you're not going to – it's not going to hurt your ratings that much. You know, it only can – you know, like I said, I can't damage it that much. It can, I, I would think it would improve it because I think it would make more people interested in the product again. It I is. Think the, I think the, the interest- only thing is – go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Joe. Uh, just reading that, Um, I think one of the Usos is still – he's not going to be ready for, like, any type of contact until, like, the end of the year, which kind of sucks, which I didn't know that because he actually, you know, uh, his ACL, he tore it completely off at WrestleMania. Ooh. So – that's where I think he's unless he comes back sooner. I think it's like December or January is his timetable to return. So if they do this, that, oh, it's gonna have to wait. But this is I'll the most vote. this is the most people just from one day to now, this is the most I've seen people talk about SmackDown in months. Like just because of the ending. Like they like Man. they got people paying attention. Like people are paying attention now. Because everybody after Roman came back last week was like, Oh, Roman's back. He's going to win the belt this weekend, but this is a different Roman now that's going to win the belt this weekend. So now, like, like there's definitely interest in Roman again, not just the, the women and the kids crowd. There's actually interest yeah. from the other side of it now in Roman. So, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Which needs All to happen. Right. I think it is time to yep. start 
this crazy ass thing that we call a podcast. Would you guys agree? <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's All right. roll with it. So let's get into our podcast and we'll go with our first unofficial sponsor and that would be just beer or alcoholic <laughs> beverages in general because three out of the four of us are having an alcoholic beverage. So hey, yes, alcoholic sir. beverages are the unofficial sponsor. Doesn't matter what you're drinking. If you're drinking, you're part of the unofficial sponsor <laughs> of the Four Guys Roundtable Show podcast. <laughs> what is what is our official sponsor? Unofficial sponsor going to be WAP? <laughs> uh, uh, probably never. Uh, nope. <laughs> because that just it, it sounds appetizing, but it's also kind of gross. I don't want any guys with buckets and mops coming on this. Podcast. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Look at Dark Pat. This, that was worth bringing up just to watch Dark Pat. That's the only reason I did it. He is a completely ignoring your wit ass blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so uh, before we do, do get started, though, of course, we got to give a big shout out to all our fans and everybody that's listening, watching, no matter where you're catching. And we do 100% appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, if you're watching on, of course, YouTube, make sure you guys give us a like. Uh, set up those notifications, subscribe to the channel so you never, ever miss an episode. Leave us a comment because we'd love to know what you guys think. Um, you know, we, we'll definitely get back to you if you do leave a comment. Uh, if you're catching us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Spotify, we appreciate you being there too. And uh, on iTunes, you can always leave us a rating, help us climb up the charts so more people like yourself can actually catch this podcast and get the entertainment that we try to bring to you each and every week. Um, you can also catch us on Twitter at for the number four guys with a Z roundtable. And as always, at the very end of the show, we will have our Mount Rushmore, which is going to base the course on our theme, as always, uh, which our theme today is sports movies, which is going to be fun because this is going to be very different. We haven't done a sports movies or movies in general podcast. Um, and we got three things that we want to talk about. The first being what? Is your favorite type of sports movie theme? So is it baseball, football, basketball, hockey? What is your favorite theme? And I'm going to kick it over to Darth Pat to start us off with your favorite theme, sir. Why do you always start with me? My God. I don't always start get, with you. To get the 15-minute diatribe if, out of the way first. If you're going to cry about it, I'll go to somebody else because we're not going to have whiny lady, whiny little bitches on this show, all right? If you're going to be a whiny bitch, you can just be quiet, okay? Uh-oh. I'm going to cancel you. <laughs> you can't cancel me. I'm not on the TV. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> You can just try and force use your force powers on me through the through here. So you know. <laughs> oh no 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 no! Some nothing, Nielsen ratings, I guess. Nothing. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't know if I have a favorite type. I mean, the, my kind of reflexive uh, thought is to say baseball. Yes. Because baseball is my favorite sport. Mm-hmm. So you know that that kind of is reflexive, but. You know, baseball movies are very hit or miss, too. Like, for every good baseball movie, there's a bad one. Uh, I mean, in a lot of ways, the sport that's always kind of lent itself, I think, best to the overall... Uh, I don't really know what the word I'm looking for is, but just, like, to the concept of movies in general, uh, generally is boxing. Because, 
you know, in a lot of movies, of course, you, know, you need to have a protagonist and an antagonist and everything. And boxing, since it's such a, you know, one-on-one sport, which is combat-oriented, mm-hmm. uh, it just is kind of the easiest way to have that kind of a relationship in a movie. So, I mean, that's why there's been so many really good boxing movies. Um, you know, so I, I would say those uh, could, could be too, but... I don't know. I think I think probably if if you were to say like, okay, they're gonna make a new sports movie. I'm like, oh, okay, what sport? And you would say to me, you know, like 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 what one would be the one that would give me the most like um, I guess positive uh, possibility of me saying, oh, I'm gonna go see that. Then it would it would be baseball. So I, I'd still probably have to say baseball. It's gonna give you that funny feeling. No, that's not what I said. <laughs> It'd be just like the. It's just going to pique my interest. I think... And the funny thing is about that is that there have been some baseball movies recently that I haven't bothered with. Like there was that one with John Hamm where he was discovering the uh, the pitchers in India. That just the way that just didn't really appeal to me when I saw the previews for that. Um, there's been a couple other ones which I think were set in like Latin America, which mm-hmm. for whatever reason when I saw the trailers, like they they just didn't look incredibly interesting to me. So so far I've stayed away from them, but. I would still say baseball first and foremost. Yeah. Um, hey, I've I've enjoyed quite a few baseball uh, sports f- films, so uh, I'm right there with you on. Uh, baseball's always been a pretty decent one. Um, 42 was an excellent baseball movie. Yes. Uh, at least I thought yeah, so. That's, that's the last one, and that's like six or seven years old now. Um, but that's like the last one that I remember seeing the preview for and saying, oh, yeah, definitely going to see that. And it was because of the subject matter. It was because Harrison Ford's in it. Harrison Ford's, you know, one of, if not mm-hmm. my all-time favorite actor. Um, but, you know, obviously it had a lot to do with the subject matter and seeing that dramatized. And, you know, obviously I just want to quickly say how upsetting it is that Chadwick Boseman just passed mm-hmm. away. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Very upsetting news when I, uh, as we're recording this, that news came in last night because um, he was he was really great in that movie. He didn't sound a thing like Jackie Robinson because Jackie Robinson had a had a much higher pitched voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the uh, like the physicality and like the mannerisms and just um, the way that he had to keep it all bottled up and everything that first season, you know, was uh, I think he really hit all the right notes on that. So the only thing oh, that I absolutely. disliked about that movie was the fact that. <laughs> The Phillies manager was a hooting and hollering freaking redneck racist. Well, yeah, that was that was, that was <laughs> like, ben oh, Chapman. awesome. That, that was Ben Chapman. Uh, he was you know played by uh, Alan Tudyk, who was in you know the Firefly and Serenity stuff, and he was the voice mm-hmm. of the droid in, in Rogue One. He's been in countless other stuff, so like probably yeah. another movie we'll probably mention here shortly. Um, but yeah, Ben Chapman, he had been an All Star outfielder with the Yankees and some other teams. He really was that way. He was yeah. that much of a, of a of a just a totally virulent racist because I believe he was also from the deep south. I think he was from Alabama. Yeah. So yeah. that so that that was pretty much completely and totally accurate. And just kind of a real quick interesting story. I read something about that that Alan Tudyk had gotten so into the role and the character and having to say all that you know just viable horrible you yeah. know stuff that he like went out to dinner one night, uh, like while the movie was being filmed and everything that he had to do like that day on the set, just like weighed him down so much so that like when his meal came, he just like sat there and he couldn't eat it. And he just paid the check and left. No, he was just, geez. he was, he, he was just, it wow. had like affected him so much to have to do that, that he That's just awesome. was not like, it was not even in the mood to like, to like go eat, 
eat dinner. So I, I thought that was kind of interesting. And it's like, well, that's the kind of reaction you'd almost like to see somebody have when they have to say that kind of shit. So uh, yeah. I always find that was like an interesting story. But yeah, the Phillies, I mean, the Phillies weren't the only team, of course, that were right. opposed to Jackie Robinson, um, you know, being there and everything like uh, the uh, the general manager for the Phillies, who Harrison Ford's Branch Rickey is on the phone with. They never say his full name. I think he says his first name, which is Herb. That was actually Herb. That was supposed to be Herb Pennick, who was an all-star and Hall of Fame pitcher, mostly with the Yankees back in the 20s. He was the general manager of the Phillies at the time mm-hmm. when Jackie Robinson broke three. So, you know, again, like I said, there's a Hall of Famer who wasn't really happy that Jackie Robinson was coming in. Ben Chapman, like I said, had been an all-star. So it was just – it was all yeah. over. It was just – it's hard to think of it now, now like you know, seventy yeah. years later. But yeah. fortunately, that's Absolutely. that's the way that's the way it was. You know? Yeah, it's crazy. AJ, what's your favorite type of sports movie? What what's your favorite theme? Um, my, I'd like to say basketball because I like basketball the best. But I think most of the best sports movies I've seen are football ones. So, I think mo- most of the ones on my list. Are football movies, so I, 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 I definitely kind of gear towards that for some reason. I, I really okay. like the football movies. I don't think there's been a ton of great basketball movies. I think there's been a handful. Yeah, so, I, I agree with that. Yeah. So yeah. I, I, I kind of, <clears throat> I also like for some reason I like hockey, the hockey movies too. Even though I'm not a big hockey person, mm-hmm. because of. The Mighty Ducks and the and Miracle. I really like those hockey movies in particular. So, hence the jersey. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I like Joshua Jackson too. So, as an actor too. So. That's because AJ is a quacker. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm not gonna quack though. <laughs> Come on. Come on, quack for us, boy. <laughs> quack, quack, quack. <laughs> I've watched uh, the Mighty Ducks movie so many times. So oh, yeah. I saw all of them. I saw all three of them in the theater when they came out. Mighty Ducks. I think one of my favorites, I think, is Mighty Ducks 2 when they introduced Keenan's character, um, which I can't think of his the name. Puck. Of the Knuckle Puck. You like yeah, the, the Knuckle, knuckle puck. puck. Are you ready for the Knuckle Puck? You know. <laughs> <laughs> I know that wasn't his voice in the movie, but, you know. <laughs> hey, it was worth a shot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, Mighty Ducks. I, I love those movies when when they came out, and I still can enjoy them too at this point and, in time. And and I've seen Miracle a ton of times, and like a couple of my friends are like have never seen it, and they're like, I'm like, why haven't you seen Miracle? Because I know what happens at the end. Really? <laughs> no shit. Just because of that? Right. That's exactly why. Because I know what happens at the end. Do you want to go through the emotional roller coaster to see how they got there? Right. Do, 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 do they go see? Do they go see superhero movies? Uh... <laughs> I'm just gonna say because, like, you know, you know what's gonna happen at the end of a superhero movie. I mean, heroes going to win. Well, any sports, very few. Any sports movie, any sports movie that's based on something that happened is you probably know what's gonna happen at the end. Sure. Yeah. There's only one, and I think we'll talk about it. Somebody might bring it up, but there's one that I I can't remember the title of it. But there was one where it didn't end the way I thought it was going to, and it was based on a true story. So I didn't know the actual true story and how that turned out. But um, one of you guys will probably know what that is eventually. Uh, what is what do you remember? Like it was it was a football movie. It was a football movie. 
I just I can't remember the the name of it. I can kind of picture it in my head, but I can't think of it. What but, what, what are you picturing in your head? God, I, I just I, I I don't even know how to describe it. It'll come little giants. No, it was not little giants. <laughs> Hell no. The <laughs> ice box. Little that giants. Movie. It wasn't that movie. Oh, I did enjoy that movie. Yeah, it was not that one. <laughs> What's your favorite uh, theme? What what uh, sports type movies do you like most? <laughs> oh, we're coming to me now. Oh, I, I you know, I, I couldn't hear over Matt's laugh. Um, uh, <laughs> AJ's laugh was all over the place. Um, I I'm into fighting movies more, to be honest. So the boxers. Yeah, yeah. Anything, any type of, you know, movie that has to do with fighting, boxing, MMA, wrestling, whatever. That type of group clustered together in regards to that. So you're a big fan of No Holds Barred. Oh, God. <laughs> Who doesn't like Zeus? <laughs> Let's be honest. I love Come the fact now. that when he's looking at you, he's not looking at you. It's awesome. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I know that's pretty horrible, but it's still funny. <laughs> Joe, did yes, you like... You're a very horrible person, and you're going to hell. Yep, I know. <laughs> did you like Warrior, Joe? Because I like that movie a lot. Yes, yes, Warrior was good. I didn't Absolutely. see that. That one was really good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. Yes. Then I, I have that one written down because I really liked that movie. I actually went and saw that in the theater. So. I would say like if I had to pick a second one out of that, I would probably basketball would be my second one. Okay. So you like to see people stories about people beating each other up and then uh, yep. some basketball. Joe liked. Hurts each other. Joe Joe liked Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew was funny. <laughs> I mean, it was. I will not watch that pile of fucking garbage. And Joe's shit. <laughs> Joe's favorite basketball movie of all time is more than a game. So I don't know that one. I know the title, but I don't know that movie. <laughs> I'm messing Listen. with Joe. <laughs> Space Jam, baby. Space Jam. Hey, that's a good flick. I, I know that is. I'm just I'm just messing <laughs> with Joe with more than the game. I'm surprised he didn't say anything uncomplimentary yeah. about that movie. Nope, so, nope, nope. Not going there. <laughs> my favorite is, is definitely I'm a football person. Like I love the football themed movies. Those have always been my favorite. My second favorite, if I'd have to say, would I'm actually kind of the, the I like the boxing and, and fighting movies too. I do. I like those. Uh, those are always really good because it's usually something inspiring about that boxer or fighter or you know whatever it me whatever it is. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely gravitate definitely towards football movies overall. Um, you know, and not to sound like a homer, but Invincible was a really really good movie, really well did, done. About did I go college. see that with you? I think you did. I feel like I, I went and saw that with homer. you. Yeah, I know, but you know, but. That, that movie that, was good. That, that movie was number, good. Oh no, that's not even like my number one football film. But that that ranks pretty high just because it is. It was just well done, regardless of who it's about. Like it could have been about the the New York Giants or freaking Dallas Cowboys or some shit like that. That movie was so well done that it, it's hard not to like it, regardless of who the team is that the guy plays for. What's well, the big yeah. underdog? It's one of the. That's a huge like underdog story. So. Yeah. Well, and the fact that he only played for three years, uh, three seasons, I should say, with the Philadelphia Eagles, but 
everybody knows if you're an Eagles fan, everybody knows who Vince Papali is and what he did and, you know, that he was from Philly and, you know, tried out for the team at like 30 some years old when, um, which I can't, now I can't remember, um, who's the coach. Damn it. Because this was before my time. What's that? Dick Vermeil. Thank you. Yeah, it was before my time. So, um, you know, Dick Vermeil had open tryouts and, you know, who the hell has open tryouts for football, you know, for, um, for the NFL, like, come on, like, who are you going to get? And this guy fucking makes it like, come on, like, that's just crazy. So, so we got our favorite themes. Do we want to move? Let's, you know what? Let's go. I know it's kind of early, but I think we should do our stumper question. I think we should move right into our stumper question. We haven't even talked about <laughs> the stuff that it correlates to even. All right, fine. We'll wait on the stumper question for all our well, fans. I mean, I could, have... I could have bring it up. I could bring it up, bring up the movie, and then we will have talked about it. So, but <laughs> well, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Bring up the movie because I'd like to move into our stumper question. So, uh, Friday Night Lights. Fantastic movie. Is is it? Is it? I like the movie, but I liked the TV show substantially better. And me and Theo are the only ones on here who actually watched the the TV show. So. Sure. The TV show was really cool because other than one kind of hokey storyline that they had during one of the seasons, all of the rest of it was like stuff that probably really happens down in Texas for football. Like they had a one of the seasons, they had a mailbox that nobody lived there, but somebody was using the mailbox just so they could play on the team. That kind of shit probably happens down there still. Oh, so, probably yes. It happens. So, in, it happens in Pennsylvania. <laughs> like so, kids, oh. don't. <laughs> that yeah. show was. The, I think that show was really good because I like bought in. I don't know about Theo, but like all the characters on that show were likable, and they all had their own storylines, and it was it was easy to buy into the TV show. So I did see a couple episodes of it. I can't say I didn't see none of it. I did see a couple episodes, but that was really it. No, I um, think. They- they, they stayed very true. Uh, for the most part, they stayed very true to football life in down Texas. South Texas and all that stuff. Because I've watched other shows like reality shows with like little kids. Well, the little kids uh, probably say like <laughs> midget football, you know, <clears throat> 10 to 13 year olds where, you know, they're extremely hardcore with those kids. And this is like, you know, them going around different football like popular football leagues in the state of texas mm-hmm. they're very competitive and people like to cheat and all kinds of other stuff <laughs> so um i mean That's if sad. they're doing that if they're doing that at that type of level absolutely you know you're gonna see the drama and all the craziness happen at the, the high school level and i mean they they definitely like like in the movie <clears throat> the running back booby gets hurt really early in the movie and in the TV show, the quarterback gets hurt instead of the running back. So they like it's it's kind of fits with the theme. And then the movie, yeah. there's a there's a dr- there's a kid that's like a drunk and his dad's a drunk, just like Reagan's on the TV show. So they correlated like they, they had people that were similar to the people in the movie on the TV show. But obviously, they the, the TV show was five seasons. So they do you know who played the drunk dad in the movie, though? Uh, the, Tim McGraw. Yeah. I, I didn't realize that because he had such little hair. I was like, oh, my shit. Tim McGraw's kind of bald. <laughs> Not anymore, though. <laughs> but he was in that, I like, in that movie. I, I actually like the characters in the TV show better than 
their counterparts in the movie too. I liked Reagan's better than the kid that was that was that guy in the movie, and I liked the quarterbacks better in the show. So I, but the movie was good. I just I think I liked the show better because you got to see it go for seasons, and then they completely overhauled the people and you brought all new people in. And that was the first time I saw Michael B. Jordan act. And I've liked him ever since. So. And just so our listeners know that question was not the stumper question. No. (laughs) So it's, it's, it's just a question. So Theo, there, there are two people who are in the TV show and the movie. There are two people who are in the movie that were also in the TV show. And it's, you know, prominent, Pretty prominent people. Not, not that the TV show, most of the characters to me felt like they were prominent. I didn't think there was a lot of non-prominent people in the movie, in the TV show. But there were two people that were prominent, pretty prominent characters on the TV show that were also in the movie. Uh, wasn't one of them the white running back? He had like the, a, a real southern accent. Was one of them what? The, the white, white running, running back. back. No. Okay. Actually, the funny thing is these two were married in the movie. They were a couple in the movie. They were not a couple on the TV show, but they were a couple in the movie. Yeah. I only saw the movie once. So yeah, I'm not going to be able to, I don't know that one. Honestly, I don't. So it was, it was the, the coach's wife. Okay. The the lady that played the, and then the guy that played buddy Garrity. Oh, okay. Gotcha. (laughs) So they were actually a a married couple in the movie, which I didn't know it until I watched the movie after I watched the TV show. I was like, oh, look, they were in the TV show, too. Yeah, Yeah, I saw the movie like one time. I liked it, but I just never watched it again for whatever reason. The lady that played the wife of the coach ended up being in another show that my wife really, really liked. Nashville? Nashville, yeah. She's like kind of like the journey woman of shows. Like she's on a show for a while, and then all of a sudden she's – kicked off the show <laughs> so i don't she's, know she's, she's easy on the eye she's easy on the eyes yeah, uh, yeah i guess not really one of my i i wouldn't say i'm i would like yeah i wouldn't throw out her bed but you know i know this sounds kind of horrible but you know i would throw out her bed but i wouldn't it wouldn't be my first throw clearly she's more me and joe than on that one she wouldn't be my first choice to bring into my bed either and yes, ladies, I do sound like a pig. <laughs> and if we weren't talking about sports movies, this would have went a totally different direction right about yes, now. Yes, and Darth Pat would have fallen asleep. <laughs> let me just let me just butt in real quick in reference to what Jeremy was saying. <clears throat> Disclaimer, the opinions of Jeremy do not represent <laughs> the opinions of the other people on this podcast. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> nice Darth Pat <laughs> that better be running across the next podcast <laughs> oh, that's oh yes oh, we're all horrible people to each other um, <laughs> oh man so yeah no that's a good stumper like that that's interesting that they actually had two people from the movie in the show I don't there might have been more but I think like you no that's that's it that's it yeah so very interesting I was gonna say the I wasn't sure if the quarterback from the movie was in the TV show but I wasn't sure he was not no but all right so let's move on to our next topic Uh, do you prefer sports movies that are original so they're original movies or that they're actually based on a true story um 
and I'm kind of mixed on this one, guys. I I I've enjoyed quite a few original stories, but I really really enjoy the ones that are you know based and i throw my air quotes up here based yes. on true story because we know how much they're really based they're like okay this is what happened now how can we make it theatrically more appealing to the crowd uh, that's going to watch it yeah. so um based on it meaning probably the people in the story or the people that they're going to reference but how it actually turned how the ending is is true but all the filler all the other stuff is filler um but i have enjoyed those like one of the original ones I can say that I really enjoyed that was a football movie was the game plan with the rock. Um, that was one of his earlier football, one of his earlier films, but that one was funny. I liked, you know, it was a Disney movie. Um, with the bedazzled football. Yes. With the bedazzled football, <laughs> <laughs> his dog. And, and, uh, there was a couple other, there was good characters in that, not just the rocks character. Um, though he was the, you know, the main character, it was other good characters. And that. that was a good original movie, but I always enjoy Disney movies too, especially, well, I enjoy all Disney movies for the most part. There's a couple stinkers out there that I've seen. Um, but so those are always good. There's um, for I mean, years, for years, Disney had their finger on the pulse completely for sports movies. There was a period where it like they they just I think they just ran out of stuff to do because <laughs> like they had like I felt like every year they were coming out with one or two good sports movies back like when I used to live in PA with you guys. Like I felt like. I was going to see something every other year or every twice a year that, and it was like Disney had it all figured out. And I think they've run out of stuff to make movies about sports movies, like based on true stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's always a million stories out there. It's just, can you twist them? Can you tweak them enough to make them interesting to a crowd? You know, the, the movie going crowd that that's where you're going to run into a lot of problems with certain types of stories and stuff like that. And, you know, but it's funny because The Rock did that movie, and then he did uh, The Tooth Fairy, which was like a huge freaking stink. Shit pile. <laughs> it, was, so he, it was The Rock's Marine. But then he goes on to do Gridiron Gang, which was based on a true story, which was a phenomenal movie. Um, and he did an even much better job in acting in that movie and playing that character. And I thought it was really cool, too, at the end of that movie, how they put – they showed – like the real life scene compared to the theatrical scene. And it was like, cool to see those two things happen and hear the real coach of at that, um, the juvenile detention center that they were, you know, that it was based on and stuff like that and hear him talk and things like that and hear how they actually did use real lines that the guy actually said and, you know, things like that. I thought that was really cool. Make so, it authentic. That's a good way to do it for certain situations. Yeah, Absolutely. So um, that was a really good movie. And that that was, you know, and that's one of those movies that really makes you kind of think about this, the state of the world, you know, kind of in, in a way, because here you got kids that are coming to these juvenile detention centers that are coming from different areas of um, what was it in California where they like California was a California based like that detention center. I can't remember exactly like where I, I think it was, but you're talking about kids that are coming from different streets, which means they have different gangs that they run with. And now they're all in the same area. And this guy is able to get these kids to put aside their differences and say, okay, yeah, you grew up on this street and you grew up on this street, but you're not on those streets anymore. Like it doesn't, it, that shit don't matter no more right here. You know, right now you've got to live your life and 
treat this guy right here that you're going to be on this football team like right now like another human being and trust that he's going to have your back regardless of where the fuck you grew up. And it, it's crazy to think that he was able to do that with some of these kids that were coming in from these hardcore street gangs and stuff like that. Like that's that's, that's really, good. really, really crazy and, and an amazing thing to do because – you know, if you can reach some of these kids uh, that are going through some of that stuff in these really bad areas of the of the country and change their lives like that, that's 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 just making this place, this country a better place. And, you know, and we know there's Huge. a lot of people out there that do that. It's just we don't get to hear about them like we did uh, in the movie, the game. Um, sorry, in the movie Gridiron Gang. So it's cool. Very cool. So what about uh, you, Theo? What do you what do you prefer? Original um, or- True story based. Uh, um, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence with this. It can go either way. Um, but, you know, there's, you know, um, based on a true story. Uh, kind of, I, I like those because I like to see what led up to the finishing point mm-hmm. of that person or that team or that event, specific event happened. Because most of it, you kind of know, you kind of hear, you like read, okay, this is what happened, you know what happened, whatever the case may be. But what's the journey that gets you there? Um, but then at the same time, it's kind of like a little torn because there was that, I can't remember the name of it, the movie, the movie with Michael Orr. Mm, uh, blind Side. The Blind Side? Blind Side, oh, yes, okay. yes. So I, I read a, a thing with him where overall he thought the movie was okay, but it was one of those things where they changed, I think, too much to nope. make a theatrical where, you know, people loved the movie the way it was. You know, Sandra Bullock, I think, got nominated for an award for that, for her portrayal of that person in the movie. And but at the won. same time, um, she won. I, I don't really I think, she, Patrick, because you're the movie guy. I'm just, stuff. just throwing that in there. No, no, I'm saying he, that's good. He you're seems the a little disgusted by the stuff. fact that she won that, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she won. But she did a good her. job. But there was, like, a lot of things where certain situations where they – for whatever reason, they changed it for a theatrical version, but the original way about how things went about for Michael Orr growing up and meeting that family, they could have left it kind of the original way of how it truly happened, mm-hmm. made it more authentic. And I think the movie would have been actually even a little bit better than what it was. It was good. Um, but I, I do like, you know, I do, I do like some original stuff like Space Jam, you know, gotta throw that <laughs> out there. No, I'm only kidding. Um um, one movie though, <laughs> I mean, do you want to talk about original? Uh, the Big Lebowski. <laughs> I got a you got a bowling movie. Let's throw something out there that's not you know one of the the top four main sports um, uh, related to the top four sports leagues in the you know, United States or you know um, fighting. You got the bowling, the Big Lebowski. What was that the other bowling movie crazy. that was out there um, with Kingpin? Uh, Kingpin. Yep. Um, so that was a good original movie, The Big Lebowski. I'll take that. So I kind of like both, but I think I'm more drawn to like the, you know, based on a true story type of stuff, more authentic yeah. and real. I, I I can agree. That was that was a good one. Yeah, Kingpin. That one's funny. That was. <laughs> I was trying to. I could remember. I could picture the one dude's face, and I forgot Woody Harrelson's in that movie. But yeah, that that movie's really funny because Woody Harrelson has the fake hand because didn't he get yeah. caught in the freaking machine that pulls the balls <laughs> yes. up? <laughs> like, like, oh my god! Like, this is just silly. But because that's the same dude that was the the guy that was plays the Amish kid isn't <laughs> the Amish kid, uh, air quotes again. Um, wasn't he in Cabin Boy? Wasn't that the guy that was in Cabin Boy and like comes out? And he's like, these pipes are clean. <laughs> 
I'm pretty sure that's been, a, actually I'm pretty sure it's <laughs> ca- the guy from Cabin Boy. I didn't see that movie. I just remember that line because that was the line that they played on like all the um, the little uh, snippets and stuff like that, all the, the previews. So, all right, AJ, how about you? I'm kind of like both of you guys. I'm kind of in the middle. I think there's good good things that have come out of both camps essentially. So, um, Varsity Blues is a really good like original. Yeah, story. I don't want your life. <laughs> <laughs> His southern accent was not very good. No. It was kind of funny. <laughs> I really like that movie, and and like Coach Carter is another good like one that was you know that wasn't really kind of, that was kind of an original oh, story. Yeah, that was a really good. That was a really good movie. So, but then you know, I'm pretty sure me and Joe, even though the program that's kind of based on Florida State, I feel like me and Joe have kind of face that realization that that movie was loosely based on Florida State, correct? Any, any given Sunday. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was a good movie. Hey, Pat, how much of Rudy was accurate? Some. Some, no, like half? Like half? I, I, I don't know an exact number. Um, the, 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 the jersey laying scene didn't happen. Um. Dan Devine was not opposed to playing him. Okay. Uh, you know, it's like they needed like a kind of like a third act, you know, um, obstacle, you know, basically. Make him more uh, theatrical. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. A few, few, a few other things, but those, those are the main things. Okay. Cause those, cause those mean, are kind of, those are kind of like the high points and everything. That's a really good movie too. I mean, I do like Rudy a lot. So, I think they also said that the chanting for him began in the stands, not on the sidelines. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not. Just because I went to Notre Dame for two years doesn't mean I'm some Rudy expert. I'm not a fan of the real Rudy. So. No, I know you said he's a yeah. douche, but he's, um, he's, a, he's, a, he's a hustler. He's Pete Rose. Yeah. You know, he's. Know. Here's the thing. He, that's the, that's the main thing too. You want to, you want to talk about this. It's always hard, of course, to find somebody who looks like somebody else to play them in a, in a, based on a true story movie. Sean Astin looks nothing like the way that the real Rudy Rudiger looked Mm -hmm. at the time. If they cast somebody who looked closer to the real Rudy Rudiger, you would not be rooting for him as much as you are. But because he looks like fucking Sean Astin, you're rooting for him. (laughs) (laughs) So was Rudy Rudiger actually like a normal, like, like normal size, like you would think of a football player, like a. No, you know. he was he was not he was not big at all. I mean, they, oh, okay. Everything that they said about him in terms of his athletic stature, like you know, like five foot nothing, a hundred or nothing, that was accurate. Oh, okay. Um, you know, it's just that, like, I'm trying, I'm talking like facially. Mm. You know. So he so looks like a gremlin. Pretty. <laughs> yeah, well, he he's not he wasn't baby faced. Sean yeah. Aston was very was very baby faced and really True. frankly still is almost thirty years later now, but the Rudy Rudiger was not baby faced in the least. So just, mm-hmm. just, you, gotcha. you can find pictures of him from well from then and from now, and you'll That's... you'll kind of see what I mean. But he's basically made an entire career then off of being like you know a motivational speaker because of that movie and everything. So he's basically a hustler. So. Mm. Hey, Favreau, and that's where Favreau and Vince Vaughn met. It was on the yep. set for that movie. 
So yeah, I always forget that Vince Vaughn's in that movie until I watch it. Like <laughs> I watch it randomly here, and I'm like, oh shit, that's Vince Vaughn. He's the smart Bob. He's the dickhead. Yeah. yeah, he's the dickhead like running back dude. Yeah. <laughs> or 44, I think he was. Yeah, he is. You've just been demoted. Yeah. <laughs> It's funny, he goes from that to doing Dodgeball, which is probably one of my favorite <laughs> films besides uh, the Wedding Crashers that he's been in. Like, I love Dodgeball and underdog, a true underdog story. That yeah, Dodgeball's, so Dodgeball's another good sports movie that's not about one of the main, like, sports. Uh, yeah, and that's that actually totally made up It's shit. about a that's totally really fake sport. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is not fake shit. anymore because they actually have professional Dodgeball leagues now. Because of that movie, now all of a sudden professional Dodgeball leagues exist. So who knows if they would have existed if that movie would have never been made, which is pretty freaking funny to me. (laughs) The funniest thing for me about the movie Dodgeball is that when I was growing up, what they were playing, we did not call Dodgeball. Um, You call it Bombardment. (laughs) That sounds even worse, like Bombardment. I I feel like I feel like the locker room name for that with us was Smear the Queer. So like Um, back when I was younger. I mean, dodgeball to uh, me, like uh, like uh, the game that I the game that I was taught as dodgeball was like everybody standing in like a circle, and one or more people are in the middle of the circle, and there's like one or two balls, and you have to like if you're in the circle, you have to avoid getting hit with the balls as people yeah, are throwing I mean, back. I played it. I played it the way they did it in the movie when I was in school. So yeah, uh, so, I, I mean, I yeah, I mean, it's just. It, it could just be one of those things. I, I don't know. But like I said, I mean. heard about various types. That was one I've never heard of. Yeah, I never heard of that one. That's for sure. Version. <laughs> There's other things that happen. Interesting. In circle, but we can't talk about those on the air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, AJ, I have heard the term that you use, too. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I've never heard that one. <laughs> no, I, I, I've definitely heard that, and that was something like, I think we used to use that in, like, junior high. was like we used to call it smear the, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's... Yeah, let's let's not call it that anymore. Well, I and that, you know, that's high school. That. That's, that's like, like freaking, what, one of my... I'm 42 years old. Right, so Pat, this was like... Junior high, it was like 30-some years old. Right. 30 so we're not... Ago. Nobody's going to dig the videotape up on me and say, you can't do this for six months because you said this on a fucking podcast. Yeah, we, we, we don't know that, though. <laughs> so just remember, we still have footage of you, Darth Pat. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> we got you on film, big man. <laughs> I don't even know they're talking about Pat's. So I, <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about either because I don't remember. <laughs> this is where my where it's good. I don't have a good memory sometimes. Anymore. If I say Mizark, you know what I'm talking about. Oh so. yeah, yeah. Okay, there you go. Yes. <laughs> I do remember that. I have no clue. <laughs> Care to forget? No. Um. So, let's kick it over to you, Darth Pat. Which one do you prefer? Real life? Well. Based on true stories or originals? Um, I mean, again, I, I like various ones of both, but I do always feel like um, with based on true story ones, they're either going to change too many details, leave out too many details, uh, or just not really give you the whole story that, you know, you, you see it and it's like, oh, my God, it's okay, you know, whatever. Then, you know, you, you, you kind of uh, watch Carlito <laughs> Uh, show his ass on camera. Bro. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, how are, you, 
How old are you now, cat? God. <laughs> 16 or 17. Yeah. Yeah, he looks at his face looks old. For all our listeners, Carlito is a cat. <laughs> that decided to visit. Just in case you were wondering why somebody's showing their butt on our on our podcast. It's a cat. Don't worry. Nobody is uh, inappropriate in that sense. <laughs> Yet, at least, hopefully. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> to interrupt. I He jumped up here. <laughs> anyway. Um, no worries. The... Uh, the problem that I have with Base Night Shooter, well, I think I just said it, and then there's too many times I can't tell you where I've watched like a Base on a True Story movie, and then I go to like read more <laughs> or find out more about it, and then I see that it's like, this character was invented for the movie, or this character was a composite of two others, or, or these events were, you know, and it just goes, oh, that's, uh, yeah. obviously there's reasons why they do that cinematically. You know, we could go into right. film. Th- we we could go into all the film theory for reasons why that. But I don't know. It just when I read that, and I, you're going to read that about like every based on true story sports movie that you that's <laughs> yes. out there. Um, it it does kind of temper my enjoyment of those movies. Then just for whatever reason, it it just does. So, yeah. I mean, so that way, like you know, originals. So originals have more freedom in that respect. You know, they can mm-hmm. they can just. They can do what they want. They're not bound to a story. They don't have to worry about changing things. Um, so there's a lot more freedom. And because of that also, I think they can, it can be a lot more enjoyable in a lot of ways. So we got three torn. We got three tweeners on uh, uh, of the wrestling world torn on our <laughs> views. Um, and uh, one that wants the true, wants the uh, fictional, the fictional story. Yes, that's what I'm looking at, the fictional story. So no, that's good. You know, it, it, it's crazy. There's so many good movies out there, and I'm sure we could just name a, th- a thousand good movies out there. But and we've named some. Um, you know, there's uh, – what's one of the other movies that I was th- – I can't – now all of a sudden I can't think of one of the other movies. What's another movie that you guys – one of you guys really, really like that we can uh, – Another one that I actually saw with Theo. We went to see We Are Marshall. Uh, I've never seen that. I've always – I've wanted to see it, and I always forget about it. Damn, that's that's good. That's a good. That's a really good movie. Yeah, yep. me and Theo really liked that movie. Matthew McConaughey. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I'm sure all he did right, not do all that. Right, all right. And I'm sure he didn't do that during that movie. <laughs> no, no, it was a really good movie. Definitely very, very good. Uh, The Sandlot. Oh, The Sandlot. Oh, that was real. I. I don't remember it as much as I wish I did, but I re I remember watching that as a kid when, and that was so good. So when the good. kid, when the kid fakes drowning, that's, that's my favorite part. When the kid fakes drowning in that movie. <laughs> uh, wouldn't you, if your life, the lifeguard was that hot, you know, <laughs> I know Theo, Theo, Theo would have. <laughs> oh yeah. Theo oh, yeah. probably did actually do that. I wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> That sounds like a yes to me. (laughs) I'm not going down that road right now. That's for another podcast. But you mentioned you mentioned Coach Carter, and I can't remember if that was based on a true story or not. I want to say it was, but I not really. I don't think it is. Okay, but if either way, if it is or isn't, and you know somebody can look that up, I can look it up. Um, That movie was awesome. I I love that movie. That's one of those roles. Um, that he was built for, uh, and when I say built for, yeah, uh, he Sam won. Jackson, yeah, he he had, he was the right actor to to play that coach. 
Like oh, yeah. he has the temperament, you know, just his person, the, the just the kind of actor he is fits that that coach. And that's like, and it's funny because that's when I first really enjoyed Chatham Tatum. Yeah, that's the, one of the first things I ever saw Channing Tatum in. And so. it's funny he goes from that to I know he had a couple other other roles in, in small and smaller roles again. He does um, the the dance movie. What the hell was that? Step uh, up. Step up. And then he goes and plays Duke in G.I. Joe, and he's like, eh, I don't really want to do those kind of movies. Let me go back to the dance movies. You know, I'm like, oh, my God, dude. Like, what the hell? Like, so I saw he's kind of I was like, ooh, good actor. Like, this is cool. And then he's like doing G.I. Joe. And I'm like, oh, boo, you suck. Like, you want to do dance movies. Forget <laughs> you, know, you. you. You suck now. I don't you know. You know, <laughs> he didn't want to do G.I. Joe was because he had done like a real life war movie and he was disturbed by. Like the real life stuff that he uh, he didn't like like the war components of GI Joe. I thought that's what I read, but that's a while ago, so I don't know. Jeremy Skills Skills from One Tree Hills also in Coach Carter. Yes, he is. I do. Rem- yes, he's he been is. in like he's been in like he was in Sunset Park. He like loves to do basketball movies because he's actually a pretty good basketball player, like in real life. Mm-hmm. So um, there's a part there's a there's a really cool part in that Coach Carter where that that like Hispanic kid like gets kicked off the team and they come make him come back and all the other kids do all the push-ups and run and all the sit-ups to like for him so he can come back on the team. That's like a really cool part in that movie. So yes, yes it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have um, one of the other movies that I know I really enjoyed. Um, and though it's based on, you know, the, the team that they emulate is not one of Matt's foregone favorite teams is, uh, you know, Major League, that's another really good sports movie. Just for the comical aspect of it, regardless of the team, once again, regardless of the team, the movie is really fucking funny. Like, it's a really, really good movie. I mean, they were making... They were making fun of that organization when they came out with that movie because they saw so and having Bob Euchre be the play by play guy. <laughs> Just a bit outside. <laughs> and the cardboard yeah. of the, 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 the new GM or whatever. Yeah, every time the, they run, they got the yeah. piece of it. Her, her clothing off of it. Yes, I guess. It, and I can't it, it I, is funny. It is it is a funny movie. And I can't think of the, the guy that the guy's n- the actor's name, but he, he plays, uh, the guy that is worships Joe boo. Mm. And he's like constantly giving the little guy, like his Joe boo's giving him rum and shit like that. And then he found, what's that? Dennis Haysberg, Dennis Haysberg. Thank you, Darth Pat. So, uh, Dennis Haysberg, um, you know, plays that, that role is just hilarious because he's, you know, giving the little doll, you know, fucking, rum and nobody should steal the rum and then uh what's his name drinks the rum he's like (laughs) drinks the rum and um and then at the very end he's like jobu you know help me fuck you i do it my own my own (laughs) fuck you jobu Jobu. (laughs) it's just some really funny stuff in the wild thing played by charlie sheen to to think of where he was then and now how freaking nuts he is (laughs) yeah like he kind of fell off the reservation Another so. classic I, I love is Caddyshack. Yes. Caddyshack. You have a lot of good good old actors in that movie, but, you know, it's just fucking hilarious all around. I, I have that written down, but I think Happy Gilmore is my favorite golf movie. So I'm partial to Happy Gilmore. So yeah, I'll put Happy Gilmore as my number two. Yeah, and it's and it's it really goes down to like who you I like. Have. I like Caddyshack a lot, too, though. So I have both of those written down. 
Yeah, because Caddyshack's one of those timeless movies. You know, you got uh, Rodney Dangerfield when he was <laughs> real popular and he was, you know, doing his shtick with oh, no respect, you know, no respect. Uh, and you had Bill Murray, who is, I can't, what Darth Pat might know grounds. better than me. He played the groundskeeper in that movie. Yeah, he was the groundskeeper, but he was that before, I think that was before Ghostbusters. Yes. But yeah. that was yeah. but yeah. that was still when he was on SNL too, right? He was still on Saturday Night Live pretty regularly. That I don't know. I'm not sure if Darth Pat knows that or not. The Caddyshack came out in 1980, which I think was his last year on Saturday Night Live, I want to say. I'm not 100% positive. Uh so it was at the if he was still on SNL at the time, it was at the very end of his SNL tenure. Right. So you have a and of big course thing. and of course the funny thing about that too was that he essentially replaced uh, Chevy Chase on SNL and there had been uh, like a like a fight mm-hmm. between Chevy Chase and Bill Murray uh, like backstage at SNL when Chase came back to host an episode but they supposedly had you know gone over it by then and a lot of people say like when they use like the word fight it was like play slapping at each other they said um but there there the funny thing is there is only the there is only the one scene but between the two of them in in the movie uh which is still one of the funnier scenes because it's like you know chevy chase's character is like practicing at night for like the big you know showdown the next day and he you know bill murray's character is like building the uh the explosives to kill the the uh the groundhog and Bill Murray gives him this like you know synthetic marijuana that he's like creating or something and there's <laughs> oh yes <laughs> yeah it was, it was it was a pretty fun it was a pretty funny scene but uh, it is interesting because I th- I think not only is that the only scene that the two of them shared in that movie I think that's the only scene that those two guys have ever been in in any movie so it's pretty interesting considering that they're both so closely associated with SNL and everything whenever I. Go, go ahead. It just goes to show you, even actors, just like real people, because they are real people, don't always get along, but they'll do what they need to do to make a film. Whenever well, I go, Chevy Chase is notorious for being a pain in the ass. So I've heard that. Whenever, whenever I go back and watch Happy Gilmore, I always forget Ben Stiller's in it. So mm. he is. Weird. Well, oh, you forget that? Well, then you can trouble me for a warm glass of shut the hell up. <laughs> 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 Where's he in that movie? Why he, can't I remember? He plays him? the he plays the person that's in charge of the like retirement home that he has to take his mom to. Oh, I just okay. said the line. I know you said the line, but I can't remember <laughs> what he was in the movie. Well, that's uh, kind of hard. I remember the line. I just couldn't remember where he was in the movie. But that yes. The news: We're extending arts and crafts time by four <laughs> hours today. <laughs> My fingers hurt. What's that? Uh. My fingers hurt. <laughs> oh, well now your back's gonna hurt because you just pulled landscaping duty. <laughs> Anybody else's fingers hurt? <laughs> I didn't think so. He, ben Stiller. Oh. I mean, you gotta think he is great in those characters. I mean, weird, he, weird, naughty roles. Heavyweights, like he was the crazy camp counselor. Guy, well, dodgeball dodgeball i mean <laughs> zoolander <laughs> he's, he's nuts i know we're kind of getting off topic but i, mean, I know he just so plays a lot of weird nutty roles hey hey joe did he does. like the uh 
I know you said you like fighting movies. What about do you? What about Bleed for this? Did you like that? Mm, well, it was okay. What about the Karate Kid? When I was a kid, it was cool. When I got older, it was okay. Oh, I, I still like the Karate Kid. I still think it's cool. So. so here's my thing with the Karate Kid. I still enjoy the Karate Kid, but when I look at certain parts of that movie, like it's, it's always towards the ending, of course. It's always like the ending fight scene. Who in the right mind is going to charge a guy that looks like he's going to try and kick you in the face? Like, come on, when he does the crank, he's all, you know, up in the crane. I'm like, nobody in the right mind is actually going to, like, jump to try and get this guy. Like, come on. <laughs> well, I, I can think of a possibility. I mean, your mileage may vary as to if it works or not, but somebody who's not properly trained. Somebody who's not ready for it, somebody who's like confused by what he's doing because he hasn't been taught what he's doing, and so he literally walks right into it, you know. <laughs> Come on, Johnny, put him in a body bag. <laughs> I mean, I do I like the movie, yeah, but just I think I liked it more when I was younger than I do as I got older. The the funny thing is the Karate Kid is a movie that I did not watch for the first time until sometime within the last, I want to say, five or six years. Wow. Yeah, I just and I I, see because when I think it first came out, I was a little too young for it. It came out, what, 1984? I mean, I was three. So I guess it wasn't one of those ones that I was like catching all the time on HBO growing up or whatever. But I I can definitely also I can definitely also see where that can be the kind of movie that, like, the more you watch it, the less you enjoy it. Like, there's certain elements to it that I don't think you're just, like, really necessarily, like, get better as, as you as you watch it over and over again. And that's that's not, like, you know, a, to say that it's, it's bad, because it's not bad, but it just, that is something that I think you can encounter with a lot of different movies, so. Yeah. Well, in the Karate Kid part, in the Karate Kid 2, where he's over in uh, Okasawa, Japan, uh, Okinawa, Okinawa. Sorry, Okinawa, not Okasawa, Okinawa. Um, and he's doing the, they're doing the, the drum thing. They're, they're rubbing their hand, you know, doing the drums. And he's like, and he's like, oh, I do the drum. I mean, who the hell is gonna stand there and get punched in the face? Like, I decided to guard a punch. I like the first two, and then after that, they, they, they lost me. Like, yeah, I've never watched any but the first. The third one, and then the one with Hillary Swank. Now. So, but I do like the Cobra Kai show too. I do watch that, and that's pretty entertaining too. So yeah, they just released that on Netflix. Like I saw when they were sh- allowed them to be free on YouTube. I was w- watching them pretty religiously, but then all of a sudden, shit came it up, was, and I they all of a sudden was, were all paid for. I was like, oh well, no. <laughs> yeah, now you can watch both seasons on Netflix, and then I don't know when season three is coming out, but yeah, I gotta watch it yet. I haven't. Yeah. It's fun. It's it's nostalgic for sure. Like if you like, you know, uh, we're the eighties babies. It's nostalgic for us. If we watch, you watch Karate Kid when you were a kid. So, yeah. yeah. One movie I did watch when I was, uh, I first watched that probably in the early nineties is a early eighties movie. Cause you know, Stallone's in it. It was victory. It was actually a yes, soccer movie. I have that written down. That movie's awesome. Cause Pele was actually in that movie. Yep, so you yeah. actually got to see Pele like, play soccer in that i have that movie written down joe that movie was awesome it was it's like world war ii and um they get stuck over there it's like like during the time of hitler and stuff like that and yeah it was it was it was a cool movie Um, yes definitely michael kane i think was in that movie too it's that was a cool that was a cool like cool movie it was 
Yeah, I never saw that one. That's one I haven't seen. I have that one written down even with the with the thing. I'm I surprised somebody else saw it when they were a kid besides me. What's yeah, the, I, what's the? There was a time where I was like, I like Stallone. So there was a time where I kind of went back and tried to find all the movies he was in and try to watch all of his movies and see like, you know, all mm-hmm. the different stuff and compare it and see where he's come from from his start to where he was at in that and me, was me and my brothers me, me and my brothers like soccer so that's why we liked that it was a soccer movie so what was the, uh, what was the other hockey movie that was really big um slap shot? no slap not slap shot? shots no it's uh takes place in alaska well, I oh, can't mystery, alaska. mystery alaska yeah mystery alaska that's what it is that one was really good too that was a really good like just that was early kind of. early Russell Crowe too. Like that was yes. one of the first times I saw Russell Crowe in something. Yeah, yeah. he was he yeah. was still very much. Uh, that was Not like right crazy. after that was well. <laughs> I don't say that. That was like right after L.A. Confidential, um, which was like the first thing that really really got him noticed. And I think that was actually the same year as uh, as A Beautiful Mind. So, or no mm-hmm. no I th- I think actually no I'm sorry it was still. It was still before Gladiator and A Beautiful Mind. It was the same year as um, The Insider, uh, which was the one about the the sixty minutes, the tobacco scandal, where he played like the the scientist. So yeah, he was still on his he was still on his way up at that point. So another another Pat- fun movie was Bad News Bears. Yes, oh, the original. Which one? So yes, good. the original. Original. Bad news original. Bears. Well, I mean, I the new one was okay. I, it was funny. Fine too, but like yeah. the, the original. The originals. Ones, the originals were... better though. Yeah, definitely. Those, I would agree. Those, I've seen both. <laughs> those shits were funny. Just, they could get away with more in the original. I feel like. I feel like they yeah. could get away with more, just because the times fit, kind of fit that kind of movie a little bit better. That the the time period in which the original was made. You know, because Billy Bob Thornton was good in the. the he was the, the right movie. person to play that played in the yeah. newer one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely absolutely. was. But yeah, I, I prefer the original in that one. Pat, there's a there's a movie with your boy Shaq in it that you haven't said yet. You talked about it in the podcast where you talked about Shaq being good, but you haven't said anything about it in this one. I have never seen that movie. You've never seen Blue Chips? That was so Oh, good. no, I've seen oh, Blue Chips, yeah. Now, you talked about it in a podcast where you talked about Shaq. <laughs> I thought I well, I assumed you were referring to Kazam. <laughs> That's not a sports movie, Pat, so I don't know how that applies. Well, it's because it's uh, 20 of midnight and... Now you're making excuses. The brain is shutting down slowly, so... <laughs> right. right. So, yeah, no, Blue Chips was really good. I'm, I... Yeah, Blue Chips is good because it's it's one of those movies where, you know, yeah, it shows the, uh, it shows the seedy underbelly, if you will, of of the sports world, so, yeah. Because that was that was college basketball based, if I remember correctly. That was oh college. yes, yes, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. very much so. The, Shaq, Shaq, Penny Hardaway, and Matt Norville were all like in it, and they were all college guys. That yeah. you know. Nick Nolte was a good was a good character in that. He had a really good character in that movie too, as because he was the coach, if I remember correctly, in that one. He played. Yeah, he was he was the main character. So yeah, because yeah. he's the one because he's because he's the one who's faced with you know does he sell out and, you know, willingly go along with this just to finally like, you know, get the great players and get back up to the, to the top where he once was. So, yeah. Speaking of Nick Nolte, he was in that uh, football movie, North Dallas 40, North Dallas 40, which is uh which is one that I don't think so many people 
remember anymore About because the Cowboys. Was, you know it was it was late seventies, but that's that's a very good one. Yeah, yeah that one I've never seen. It's worth checking. It's worth checking yeah. out if you've never seen it. So it's like about the Dallas Cowboys and about how back in the seventies, you know, all the players about sex, drugs, and backstabbing, and this, that, and the next thing. Like very different football era, I would say. Yeah, it's like sounds like I, the eighties Cowboys too. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, the nerdy, um, early nineties no, like, Cowboys. I, I don't know. Out. I don't know if you remember that because it was very short lived. That show that ESPN aired, uh, Playmakers, and that was in like the early to mid two thousands. Because like it showed like kind of like again like a dark underbelly of the NFL with like the way that they like you know give guys stuff just to make sure that they were still on the field and shit like that. Yeah. And Same the NFL. The NFL publicly expressed displeasure over it, so ESPN only aired it for like one season. North Dallas 40 was kind of like the proto playmakers and the way like mm. it depicted seediness. Like so, you know, you 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 you're injured. You go you go get your shots. You know, you do this. You take this this pills. You know, you can't. You you, you don't miss a game. You don't miss practice. You know, you yeah. you do what you, you know. It's kind of like a lot of the shady back stuff. The um, uh, stuff that was going on. The the equivalent of it, uh, just because we always talk about this, the equivalent of that, if you if they made like a wrestling version of that, would be if they made a wrestling version that was set when that Zahorian guy was like you know running everything kind of backstage in WWF and like you know guys would like literally be lined up at every show uh, in order to get like their basically their bag of goodies. Yeah, yeah, goodies. Of course, I mean, we of course mean steroids. So, <laughs> yeah. it, it's it was a lot like that. It would be like that. I'm just yeah. giving you a quarter zone shot and some B12. Sure <laughs> yeah, are. yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, two other good <laughs> basketball movies. He got game, and for the love of basketball, two really good basketball movies. In, in my opinion, I thought they were great. He got game with Denzel, and I think it's what is it? Oh, not Omar Epps. Um. Sure. I can't think of the guy that plays Ray Allen. Ray, what was it? Ray Allen? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I Jesus, Jesus Shuttleworth. (laughs) Such an interesting name for a basketball character. But uh, yeah, that was a really good movie. And what was really cool about that, a new colorway for Jordans came out. Yes. That are what? Those are the ones I wore at my wedding. The the he got game thirteens. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy that they actually just have a colorway specifically because of that movie. <laughs> They'll do anything but, to make something. That's well, a, you know. Something, something these days. That's my favorite pair of shoes, like my all-time favorite pair of shoes that he got game 13. So. Yeah, and then in, uh, for the love of basketball, you had a very young Omar Epps and a very young uh, Sanantha. Sanat Lathan. Sanaa yeah. Lathan. Sanaa Lathan. Thank you for the proper enunciation of her name. Um, uh, that would be pronunciation. Pronunciation. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for the correction, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Glory Road's really good, too. John Voight you plays Glory, Ad- you said Glory, Glory Road. Road. Glory okay. Road. John John Voight plays Adolf Rupp and plays him really well. Yeah, I've, I've yeah, never seen that Yeah, asshole to play an asshole. Yeah. Ooh, ouch. <laughs> I mean, he was an asshole. He won. I'm not going to say he wasn't an asshole. So, I mean, I think Roy Williams is an asshole, too. If anybody plays him in the movie, fine. It doesn't change the fact that he's a douche. So There was, there was a movie that I didn't realize came out that I'm, su- I'm, I'm surprised you haven't made a 
interesting comment about um, that depicts LeBron James's high school career in the Fab Five. I already I already talked about that to Joe earlier. Remember when I said more than a game? That's oh, the that LeBron James movie. Yeah, I couldn't remember the title of that one. That's why that's, I, that's I Joe's all time favorite sports movie. <laughs> mm. that shit in the fucking trash compactor. <laughs> But I, I was reading, I was reading it, was and I, like I said, I couldn't remember it. the title of it because I just saw it on Rotten Tomatoes, like top one hundred and fifty <laughs> all time, and it was on the top one hundred and fifty. I was like, oh my god, really? Um, but it was funny to read it, like about a high school coach, and I'm like, come on, like shut the fuck up. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he did, he did. Like I'll at least say he got those kids out of getting, they would, they would have probably been in on the streets doing stuff. So he did the guy that coached them did get them off the streets and they did play basketball. I mean, that part of it's not made up. That part of it is, is legitimately true. And LeBron was a really good high school player. He, he was a really good high school player. And that's the part of the story. That's good. That this guy put them in basketball, made them play basketball to get them off the streets. So their lives weren't ruined. So, so, and, and, and that's cool. But it's it's just the way that it reads. Like I'm like I'm reading this. I'm like, oh god, like we're. I, I just couldn't buy into the buy into wanting to even think about watching that movie, based on what the the read was for it. I, I mean, was it's, like, oh, god, it's god. weird that it's it's weird to me that LeBron went to a Division two. He was like it was like a Division two school. It wasn't a Division one school in Ohio, so it was like a Division two school. So he played in the state championship game, I think, all four years. But he wasn't – they were playing against, like, Division One teams from the out-of-state, like, his last two years. But they were playing in a Division in the division Two, which isn't the biggest, like, division. Like, it's the, the not the biggest schools. It's the next size down. So it's weird that he went to a school and played against probably weaker competition, at least his first two years he was in high school, once they figured out who he was and that mm-hmm. they could schedule – playing teams in California and his games were on TV a lot, but his first two years he played against weak, weaker competition. Like I think. So, so that's like PA PA breaks him into uh, six all the way up to six a now. Um, so you got six, a five, a four, a where it used to be four, a three, a two, a one, a, so, so that um, would have been like two A there. LeBron was playing in like two A. No, he would have been, he would have been in a three A probably because four A was the top. Three A was the next size. Yeah, which it just goes. It's just not that LeBron probably would have had trouble playing against any competition, just because we know what LeBron can do. But it's one of those things where you know he should be playing at the top of the top all the time, no matter what, because of how good he was in high school and just you know what he is now. All right, so let's jump into our last topic real quick here. Um, What makes for a good sports movie. Before anybody answers, just a quick announcement. Thanks everybody for tuning into YouTube, catching us on Twitter, Spotify, not Twitter, Jesus mighty. I'm doing it again, guys. Uh, catching us on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher. We do appreciate you guys tuning in. If you're catching us on YouTube, make sure you're hitting that like button, giving us a big thumbs up. Uh, make sure you're setting your notifications to on as well as subscribing to our channel. If you're catching us on iTunes, make sure you leave us a rating so we can jump up there and more people like yourselves can hear us and catch us on Twitter. This is where Twitter comes in. Catch us on Twitter at for the number four guys with a Z Roach uh, round table. 
and uh, leave us uh, interact with us there, as well as stay tuned to the end of our show to catch the Mount Rushmore, which is based on favorite movies, I think, maybe, maybe not. We'll find out when we get there. All right, so who wants to kick us off with what makes a good sports movie? We'll keep this short and sweet. You can go. I can go? Okay, I'll yeah. go. Um, for me, it's kind of like with any movie. I mean, sports movies, to me, are no different than any other movie. It's got to have a good story. It's got to be believable. Um, and it's got to keep me engaged through the whole thing. Like, you can't have periods of law where there's, like, nothing going on. You know, it's just... Like, oh, here's a whole bunch of backstory that you're going to probably forget by the time we get to the, you know, the good stuff again. So, you know, especially when it comes to the ones that are based on, you know, based on true stories. Like, keep it as close to the truth, the real story as possible. Don't go too far off. Because like Darth Pat said, he, he'll go and read, you know, the, the, the stuff about the actual events and like that. So I don't go and do that because I don't want to spoil it for myself. <laughs> I don't want to do that. You know, I, I'd rather just make believe that, oh, this was as close as possible. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, make it as close as possible. And if you're going to make it original, make it realistic. Don't go freaking crazy Donkey Kong like shit with me. Just give me something that's, real, you know, is real enough. Like Jerry Maguire, you know, I don't really consider it a sports movie. It kind of is, kind of isn't. But it's realistic because you're you, you got this the sports agent that's trying to do better for his you know his one client that he's got uh, played by Cuba Gooding Jr. which was a really good role for him you know that's realistic in the sense of sports movies from an agent side of the movie you know yeah um, the corniest line you had me from a hello I hate that line in that movie but <laughs> <laughs> like this line that's corny but. Um, you know, that's that's it for me. Keep me entertained, make it realistic, and don't go too far from the real story on a based on true story movie. Who's up? Who wants to go next? You know what? I'll just pick you. Uh, Darth Pat, hit us up. What you got? Jeremy. Yes, sir. You, you had me at hello. Oh, <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> I just, I felt like you needed to know that. I did. I sensed that you were needing that reassurance <laughs> a tear is anyway, coming to my eye <laughs> good i hope it does way too much way too much stuck on my head great way too much going on here <laughs> what song is You're stuck welcome. in your head i have a song stuck that in my song. head keep going There's well a... that's not my problem i didn't say anything about a song um <laughs> yeah you said hello what makes a great sports movie I think, you know, it's it's really about making sure that you're you're behind the protagonist, that you're rooting for the protagonist and that it takes you on the journey where like they they overcome their obstacle. They don't necessarily need to win because like in Rocky, he doesn't win. But do you care that he doesn't win at Rocky at the end of Rocky? No, it's because he went the distance. That was the point. It was the point that proving that he could do it, you know, so you don't always necessarily need to win, but in some cases you definitely do. Like we mentioned dodgeball earlier. Um, I don't know how well you guys know this, but originally they dodgeball ended with them losing. Uh, and like they showed it to test audiences and test audiences shit all over. And they went back and they said, <laughs> yeah, we better change the ending. Um, 
And their whole point was that they were trying to kind of be like satirical then about how like every sports movie does end with like the heroes winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the problem was dodgeball was so silly and you know, it's like that had to end with the good guys winning or otherwise it would just would have been shitty. But um, so, so I think you really just have to get behind the protagonists. You have to be rooting for them. You have to, you have to be given a reason to root for them and they have to be given some kind of an obstacle to overcome, whether it's an individual or a team or, you know, just, like the character's own like self-doubt or uh you know disbelief in themselves whatever it might be that's that's really what i think it needs to take because i mean sports uh you know they are a competition so it's like you know there's going to be a winner there's going to be a loser so you really have to have a feeling again that somehow like the the main character the protagonist has has either won or they've like I don't want to say learned a valuable lesson, but they've like overcome something. Uh, Cause like one movie, which we haven't really mentioned yet, uh, you know, field of dreams, obviously that's not about winning or losing, but at the end of it, you know, it's about him overcoming uh, all the, uh, like the hostility and the regrets that he had in relation to his father. So mm-hmm. you know, he gets a chance to overcome that at the end when his father shows up. So uh, I hope that wasn't too much of a spoiler. I just kind of assume anybody watching this has probably seen Field of Dreams. Spoiler uh, alert. Yeah, but um, <laughs> so it was like you, you have to have something to overcome, and you want to see the person overcome it at the end. If if you don't have those two elements, then you know you're either making a comedy or a documentary because there are sports documentaries out there. Um, but I feel like those are the those are those are the ones that are always going to be more, more, most satisfying than when you watch it. I agree with I agree with Darth Pat. Everything he just said is what I was going to say. Okay. Sorry. No, that's okay. So, so I, if you remember, I mentioned there was a movie that I couldn't think of that ended not the way that I thought it was going to, and I decided to look it up, and it was Friday Night Lights. Funny enough, we were talking about that. Friday Night Lights was the one movie like I'm watching. I'm like, this is gonna end where they win, and they lost. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> you know, that was the that was the movie that I was thinking of that I just. I don't know why I was blanking on that. Well, they got anyway, so, over in that, so there was that one bad call and <laughs> yes. So, but so that leaves us to Theo. Theo has not gone. So, what makes a good sports movie for you, Theo? All the above. Great. Let's oh. move on. <laughs> <laughs> the way right. the movie the movie that just came out recently with Ben Affleck called The Way Back. That's a good movie where they don't win necessarily. He he's trying to overcome personal trauma. It's more about his own personal life trauma than it is about like the basketball team. That's just like almost a side story because he's an alcoholic and stuff. So that's a that's a good movie that they don't win necessarily, but he kind of overcomes his demons and gets the way he gets his way back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, well, I mean- so, I, so, I so yeah, that, that's one where it's not so much about the. I'm sorry, Joe. The the team winning and losing. It's about the main character, you know, overcoming something. Yeah, I was just gonna say that I agree with the rest of you guys. I like very hardcore um, plots. Porn? You like hardcore porn? <laughs> <laughs> well, that was uncalled topic, for. No. <laughs> topic of another podcast conversation. <laughs> All right. AJ just keeps wanting to bring that goddamn song into this podcast tonight. He's trying to find. <laughs> no, actually, that, that I did not. There, you. That's just what I thought of when you said that. So yes, yes, I like um, uh, hardcore plots and stories <laughs> that are 
very intertwined. So, Pat. Yes. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yes, that's a very bad one to have put in your head. I apologize. <laughs> oh, wow. A little bit of Lionel Richie. Yeah. Is it me you're for some reason, for? when he said that, that just popped in my head, like, automatically, like, why says why says why why i mean i don't i don't i don't hate this song i like a lot of richie's old music like that but it was just like popped in my head it's very random <laughs> hey just <laughs> real quick what's like just because i i'm the king of negative what's the worst <laughs> like what's one of the worst sports movies you've ever seen like not we don't have to sit here all night but can you think of like one that was bad like the tooth fairy is one for me for sure. Yeah, the funny thing is that is a sports movie because that's a hockey. Movie. Right, yep. hockey movie. He was the uh, he was like the aggressor, like goon, defensive man, <laughs> defenseman guy that was like on the ice and just that used to be good at hockey and became the big goon guy. That was kind of like, bad. Shit up everybody. Yeah, that one's kind of bad. Yeah. Um. Bad one. For me, uh, what was a bad? I don't I mean to put you guys say, on. I'm not trying to put you on the spot. Was, I just. There was one that I was watching, and it's probably because it's a B-rate movie, and I started watching I'm like, oh, let me watch this and see what this movie's like. It was called The Last Whistle. I only got about halfway through it, but it was pretty bad. Like, the premise of the movie's good because it's about a coach who pushes his team too hard during a practice because he wants to win. He's like, this is going to be our undefeated season, and he pushes them too hard, and one of the kids dies during practice. So it's based on the premise of him and coming back from that, but because oh, okay. it's low budget, it's a B-rate movie. It just didn't carry itself very well. But thinking about like mainstream movies, Angels in the Outfield. <laughs> yeah, that one was pretty bad. The one with rookie, of the, Fra- rookie of the Year. The one with Brandon Frazier was pretty bad. What was was that Rookie of the, the Year? Scout. No. The Scout. The Scout. scout. I didn't I like the like scout. That. I actually like the scout. I don't. Well, my problem is I don't like Brandon Frazier. I think he's a terrible freaking actor. The, his oh, best movie was Encino Man. Yes, it was. I agree with you. His best movie was Encino Man. I would agree with you on that, Jeremy. I would say that I would definitely agree that he's a uh, limited actor. So correct. Yeah. Yes. Like I couldn't even get into the Mummy movies. Like I couldn't no. even get into those. Until so the Rock I ever watched in. the first one. Little so. little big little big league was pretty bad, so that's another little baseball Giants movie. Was pretty bad. <laughs> little John. As much as I like Rick Moranis and I like um, shit, the guy that played Al Bundy, I can't freaking. Ed O'Neill. What's that? Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. Ed O'Neill. Thank you. That movie's not very good. <laughs> you, didn't, you mean you didn't like when the mother dressed the kid up and wrapped him on like fucking bubble wrap and all that shit? <laughs> <laughs> no, my favorite part is the guy that's. That is uh, <laughs> rubbing milk, powdered milk into his son's muscles to make him stronger and shit like that. I'm like, what the fuck? That was my favorite part of that movie. But that movie's overall, that movie's not very good. Pat, Pat, uh, do you have any? Because you are like the movie guy on here. Do you have any? You know, not that I can really point. think of because I, I feel like I have an ability to avoid enough bad movies. Um, <laughs> okay. I mean, it's no, I'm, but I'm being dead serious. Like, uh, I, I feel like, oh, okay, okay, I got one. I got okay. one. Caddyshack two. Yeah, Caddyshack two was not very good. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was, it was a very, very bad, poorly thought out idea. Um, 
you know, Jackie Mason was no Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, Dan Aykroyd was basically trying to play like this crazy character the way Murray had in the first one. No, Robert Robert Stack's villain character wasn't nearly as hateable as, you know, as Ted Knight's Judge Smale's character. Chase showed up again just because so because he's really barely in it. So Mm -hmm. therefore, like, uh, whereas like uh, the character that Michael O'Keefe played in the first Caddyshack was very much like an everyman type who you could root for. The de facto male lead then in the second one becomes Jonathan Silverman. And it's like uh, Jonathan Silverman is one of those guys who. He's always been too oily to really be like uh, somebody who you're supposed to be kind of rooting for. He, there's always like there's something about him, like from an attitude perspective, which makes you kind of go, I don't really know how I like him. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Do you have any I, I Theo? would take Caddyshack, too, is one I would definitely throw out there. Already you said, said Angels in the Outfield. Hey, oh, that's outfield. right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good with that one. Uh, all right. Well, then I think that moves us into. Mount Rushmore. So Mount Rushmore. What? <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> it was a fanfare. It was oh fanfare. Okay. <laughs> so Mount Rushmore tonight is based on, of course, our theme of sports movies, and we are going to nom and put up on Mount Rushmore our favorite sports movie of all time. So to kick it off, I'm going to let AJ kick it off with his favorite sports movie of. All time. Go for it. Remember the Titans. So, you son I, of a bitch. <laughs> I saw that movie three times in the theater. Like, the first, like, I got to see it early because I knew somebody. And then I saw it again and again within the first week. Like, I love that. Denzel's my favorite actor. And I just, everything about that. I'm sure that Darth Pat can tell us what's accurate and what's not accurate. I also am like you, Jeremy, and I like to just suspend that disbelief so I don't go read about it either. I don't go spoil that for myself. So in my head, everything that happens in that movie is real. So I I really, I mean, we saw that that's like the first thing I saw Ryan Gosling in. Mm-hmm. So in the little girl, Hayden Panettiere, with that when she was 10 in that movie. So like it's. It was, it's a really good movie. It's a really good story. It's a really like the topic because of what it's about with, with, yeah. you know, just with segregation and stuff of the schools and Pat, how much of that movie is accurate? Don't know. I've never cared enough to look it up. Okay. Well, that, that's nice. That's good. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. And, and that's another, he's, and that's, and I, being honest. That's, yeah, but that's another one of those movies that is very, you know, and not to be political or anything like that, but it's very relevant today right now. Like where our country is right now is it, a very relevant movie and something that we could all um, take a little bit of from to be just better goddamn people overall. Like we really could. So that, that's crazy. Like that's going to be one of those timeless movies that I think will always kind of be a rem- reminder of to just be a, a damn better person. Like- there's yeah, there's there's you know, it's not a comedy, but we we we've seen it. Sunshine, yeah. sunshine. <laughs> like we all remember that part and the part where they're in the locker room and they're making fun of each other and he's like, I just carried your mom on my back to the prom. So <laughs> like the, that movie's funny and it, there's there's a lot of really good people. Like they're the they played the parts well in that movie and it's just it was an enjoyable movie for me and I still can watch it when it's it's one of those ones whenever it's on. I feel like I have to watch it. So, mm-hmm. 
All right, Absolutely. over to you, Darth Pat. You know what? This is probably going to surprise you guys, but I'm honestly going to go irreverent here and go with Dodgeball because wow. it's the great sports movie in the sense that, you know, it not only does it not care to take itself too seriously, uh, it basically tells you that right at the bat. Like, you know, it tells you this is not a movie to take seriously. You know, you really just have kind of a good time watching it because it really is about, again, a, you know, a bunch of underdogs. They're all kind of crazy characters and everything, but they're all very likable. And, you know, you want to see them beat Ben Stiller's character because he's such a, you know, he's such a dick about everything. So, <laughs> um, and to me, it just, it, it, was, it was also very unexpected. Like, I remember the comedy that everybody was really anticipating that year was Anchorman. Um, but Dodgeball mm-hmm. came out first and I think Dodgeball kind of blew it all away. Like I remember, you know, AJ, I know at least you and I went to go see that together. I don't know who else was with us. What, Dodgeball uh, or Anchorman? Dodgeball. Yeah. I thought um, I went to see both of them with you possibly. No, pr- probably, but I'm just saying like there was like more people with us. Sean, I'm sure Sean went. Yeah. I, I don't think, I don't think Joe and Jeremy were so. They um, were not. But I just remember pretty much it's just like laughing nonstop throughout the whole thing. Just because, again, the absurdity of it, you know, worked. And then when they got to like the, you know, the third act when they're in Las Vegas and everything, you know, you add in like Gary Cole and Jason Bateman's announcer characters who are, you know, <laughs> yeah, just Jason. Like, Jason Bateman was awesome in that. Yeah, every, every, everything that they say is is pretty funny between the two of them. They're, they're probably one of the best announcing pairs in any movie. Uh, and then you have just like all those cameos all of a sudden, you know, from Lance Armstrong to Chuck Norris to William Shatner and everything just <laughs> and to David Hasselhoff, just Extremely all showing random. up. Yeah, just just randomly all showing up at the end and everything, and and then of course there's the great irony of what Armstrong says to, to Vince <laughs> character to to get him to to go back, you know, and, and win the tournament again because that was Lance Armstrong pre. Oh, look at that! He was doing steroids. So <laughs> yeah. there's 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 a there's a definite added level of irony now all these years later, uh, with with that having happened. So. Um, I mean, there's a lot of great sports movies that are out there that I that I love and I could list off, but I don't want to just for fear of taking one of your guys' choices. But I, I also kind of enjoy those times where you can not take it as seriously. And to me, Dodgeball is one that I can, you know, rewatch parts of like you know at any time and just be entertained. So that's right. Thank you, Chuck Norris. <laughs> Thank you, Chuck Norris. <laughs> or of course, oh, the I last the, the last line of the movie. Fucking Chuck Norris. <laughs> The Hoff was in there, man. That's all it counts. And what was it? The five D's of dodgeball, dodge, dip, dive, duck, and dodge? (laughs) Yeah. Dodge was the first and the last one. And now even how he's saying it, you know, he basically says it like when he gets to dodge the second time, there's that kind of like brief pause where he's almost kind of like looking around to say, yeah, I am saying that a second time. (laughs) So, yeah, when he's throwing good. the wrenches, when he's throwing the wrenches at him, <laughs> you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. <laughs> yeah, Rip, Rip Torn's character is awesome in that movie. <laughs> yep. All right, I'll I'll go next unless Theo, you would like to give yours. Right. See, and this this is tough for me because I'm going to be perfectly honest. AJ stole mine. You know, Remember the Titans is a, it's just one of my favorite movies of all time. But, um. If I had to throw another one up there, it would, for me, 
just based on what I really, really like uh, about movies in general and really good sports movie, I would have to say probably Coach Carter. I know we kind of talked about it a little bit before, but I, I really, really enjoy that movie. Now, I haven't seen it in a long time just because it's not one of those movies that comes on a lot um, to pretty much any television no. channel or i i mean know. i own it so that's why I, I own it so and i think it, it might be a disney movie if i remember correctly that might be a disney movie i'm not sure but it's it's just one of those movies that because of the theme of it because of you know he's helping these kids um you know ha- trying to keep these kids off the street give them something to work towards teaching them the game of basketball, which is right up my, my freaking alley. Um, you know, and even though they lose in that movie, that's another one where they lose, but you kind of, it did, that one didn't surprise me as much as like it did with Friday night lights. Um, you know, they were building towards something and you know, even though they lost, they really kind of won because of what they were able to build in, in thing in, in within themselves as, as people. And, you know, it's just, it's a it's a feel good it's a triumphant story um you know and the fact that he has n- names for all the plays instead of like play one play two he's like this one's named after my sister this and i <laughs> likely i'll never remember the names but um you know he names uh, the plays after his sisters or relatives and they're all fi- and they're all female names which is really funny too but you know the lockout with the school you know every kid's gonna get what did he uh, 2.5 grade point average like is it's barely a C like he's like, you just got to get a C like <laughs> every kid should be able to get a C to be able to play basketball. And the fact that the parents were, you know, ranting and raving like this isn't fair. It's like, yeah, it's not fair to your kids not to be smart enough to be able to, you know, possibly go to college and possibly be able to get a job at McDonald's. Like, you know, that's <laughs> so I thought that was really cool, too, because I'm a big fan of when it comes to kids eligibility to play sports, you need to perform in school too. Uh, and being a parent myself, my kids will not be able to play sports and do extracurriculars unless their grades are up. So that, you know, that kind of hits home personally for me with that. Uh, and it's something that I've tried to instill in the kids that I've coached basketball, you know, <laughs> perform in school. Cause that's more important than this school will definitely get you something where somewhere, Sports is never a guarantee. I don't care what sports you play and how many players are on a team. Sports is never a guarantee for you. No. So uh, it just kind of hits home in a lot of different in a lot of different ways personally for me. Um, so that's why I do. That's why I'm going with my second all-time favorite pick with Coach Carter. Good choice. All right, Theo, you are up, sir. Um, I was torn between three different movies. Wow. I will. I whittled it down to two. Um, one was a boxing movie. Okay. That's probably not the boxing movie that has Adrian. Wasn't that one? <laughs> Yo, Adrian, we did it. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually one that came out, I think, three years later after that. It was a Martin Scorsese with Robert De Niro, The Raging Bull. That was a very good, raw, authentic boxing movie. Um, and a good story as well. Um, but I'm going to go with the movie that I personally like. And I watched baseball when this movie came out, but I didn't see it till I think three years after it came out. Um, but it got me want, really wanting to actually play baseball, and that's The Natural. Oh, okay. Robert Redford playing Roy Hobbs. Um, it, 
it, it was an interesting movie. I just personally liked it. It was a character who had some a dark past that they kind of touched on. And it kind of was like showing like what his skills were before this dark past kind of happened. And then after the dark past, he kind of tries to work his way back into the spotlight or just make it to a major league team. Um, and there's like some theatrics at the end where he hits the, the home run and all that stuff. And the, the lightning hits the ball and all that, all that other type of stuff that goes along with it, like the feel good story. But there's like a mixture of a lot of different stuff. It kind of goes up and down in regards to it. Um, as far as the story is concerned. Um, and I just, I don't know. It, it it drew me in, and I enjoyed I enjoyed watching it. And that's kind of the the movie that really kind of made me want to start. You know, not just watch baseball on TV, but kind of like let's, you know, let me go let me go try out for baseball, see how this goes. You know, so that was the that's the movie for me. Well, let, let me throw this let me throw this at you then, because I don't know if you know this. The Natural is based on a book, right? Yes. And I haven't you read know the what, book. Do you do you know what happens at the end of the book? Um, I don't remember. No. Okay, well, I'm going to spoil it. That's fine. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He to me. he he takes the payoff. Ooh, ah. takes the payoff. He takes the payoff, and there's like the shoeless Joe scene. Then, like at the end of it, where like some kids like doing like the say it ain't so thing say with it him. Ain't Joe, Joe. Yeah, and the first and that's time another I good did, movie too. Yeah, eight men out. Yeah. Um, but like the first time my dad told me that, because I'd already seen the movie at least a couple of times by then, I seriously sat there and went, what? <laughs> That's just like the worst fucking ending ever. There is absolutely no way you could have ever made that movie with that ending from the book. That's yeah. just beyond beyond terrible. Is it over the top at the end of the movie? Hell yes. That's the yes, whole goddamn point. <laughs> <laughs> the point was to give that huge moment, like, you know, it's like, because to have, like, the very famous Randy Newman score playing and everything, because you know, everybody's heard the theme to The Natural. They don't maybe know that it's from The Natural, but everybody's heard yeah. that music. So just like everybody's heard the music from Chariots of Fire. Oh, another sports movie we didn't really talk about. Yeah. Um, so it's, yeah, it, it's it had to be over the top and everything, but you could have never done that movie with the ending from the book. So I just, no. just wanted to throw that it, in there. And being a kid, you know, the over-the-top ending type of stuff back then was like, oh, this is really awesome. So it kind of, like, gets you, yeah, damn, let me go yeah. play some baseball. You know what I mean? Kind of yeah. motivates you a little bit. There's there's another movie I haven't ever seen. Usually if it's before my time, like before I was born, I probably haven't seen it. Or even when I was born, I probably haven't seen it anything. That came Robert, out that's... in 84. Natural came out in 1984. Yeah. I think really? I saw it the first wow. time in, like, 86. Six or eighty-seven. Okay, so that yep. evidently just never piqued my interest at that age because I was like six. Yeah, I was six. Yeah, six years old. So it just didn't pique my interest at that time. So, wow. All right. So that wraps up our Mount Rushmore. Just to recap, our Mount Rushmore this week, uh, being favorite sports movies of all time, is Remember the Titans, Dodgeball, Coach Carter, and The Natural. Really good list. Very unique list. Very different list than we've done before. Um, yeah. I might have to go back and watch one of those movies that I haven't seen, The Natural, and just get get an idea of that movie. Quite a few I movies would, I, I would, haven't it's, seen. It's, 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 the Natural is definitely worth watching. Good. I will definitely have to go back and watch that. Um, and some other sports movies that we mentioned that I haven't seen yet. Um, 
just for the fact that I love a good sports movie, as well as the rest of you guys I know do. Um, so that does bring us to the end of the show, and we just want to thank everybody for tuning in. We do appreciate it. Uh, we love each and every one of you that watch this show, listen to this show, wherever you're catching it. We do appreciate it. And once again, we always do this for you guys, as well as kind of ourselves, because we like to make fun of each other, as well as uh, make fun of ourselves. And, uh, you know, we, we don't try to be too nasty or too inappropriate but sometimes we get a little too we get close to that edge <laughs> we ride the edge a little bit which is okay um because like i said we're making fun of each other and and making fun of ourselves at that point in time um but do tune in next week when we talk wrestling tone again in? i said tune sounded like you said tone he said, tune. To, he said tune I sometimes say my words a little funny. But anyway, Darth Pat, you dark side yes. bastard. Um, yes, what, what, did, what did I do now? <laughs> tune in next week, everybody, as we do talk about wrestling. What about wrestling? Not 100% sure. So you need to tune in to make sure you find out what it is about wrestling. But we're going to be going back to it, and it'll be another good show. Uh, a lot of good, probably, stories and some ranting and raving about wrestling things that we like and don't like um but with that we say good night and we'll talk to you on the next episode wakanda forever <laughs>